Dean, in this hobby, there sometimes there are like little nuggets of just incredible customer service that happen. Are we talking and naked today, huh? No, absolutely not. Wow. It, well, it's funny because we've been very negative on customer service lately, and I wanted to share a positive experience. Um, so uh, I, I picked up um, a few different... I've been buying a lot of Hot Toys lately, and uh, I've been also doing uh, Zach's Wonderland. It's it's the place to be if, if you uh, want 3D printed stuff. And so uh, Fordo, one of our Patreon members, was like, hey, um, I the the Boba Fett figures like the Mando slash Boba Fett figures, they have relaxed hands with the armor plate on the back. And none of the Mandalorian figures have that. He's like, can you um, like customize it, repaint them, whatever you need to do so that I can display this with my Mando. And so he had sent me a set, but I'm always weird about working on things for people. I like to have a backup set in case I really screw something up. And so I, I bought some hands uh, on Twang Anxiety. They were like 50 cents for the relaxed hands. It was super cheap. And, uh, like the next day I was like, damn, well, I just got that hunter and he's missing a base. 99% of the star Wars bases are the same. Maybe the colors a little bit different, but at least I can get him something to stand on. And so they had a base. It was a Moff Gideon base for $10. Now I had already paid for the first set of, of things and I paid for the base and I had basically paid like $6 shipping twice. And I kind of felt like an idiot. So I sent them a message. I was like, Hey, it's totally my bad. Is there any way that you guys can ship these together? Maybe I can get a small refund back on shipping. Sure enough, they're like, yep, no problem. They got it done, and I got my money back today. And it was it was just like a small little victory in a field of random, disappointing NECA customer service stories. And I'm curious, people on the panel, has there been, like, just, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, an, an incredible, amazing story, but recently have you guys dealt with either a fellow hobbyist or a store, anything we, they just kind of went out of their way to make it a positive purchase. I want to hear about it. Yeah, so one jumps out, and I, I won't name this exact person because um, I don't want to get them in any hot water, but I think it's all totally above board. Um, so basically, I was able to get a price on Sideshow, um, but I was like, you know what? It's probably cheaper if I go with this person because it'd be no shipping, no sales tax message them. They're like, oh yeah, no problem. We can get, we can give you that exact price since it's showing up on Sideshow. Um, and the item came like two days later. So that was a, you know, excellent customer service and appreciate the transparency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had ordered something on one six kit. I don't even remember what it was. I don't, I don't think it was a full figure. It might've been like some accessories or something. It, it was, Nothing huge, but I, it, the delivery came and went and I didn't get anything. So I went on my order page and they had, they, you know, they give you like an invoice and like, for some reason, like the shipping address was like, not at all my PayPal information. So I emailed him. I was like, Hey, like. I don't know where this address came from, but that's not mine. And he was like, you know what? Yep, I fucked that up. I'm sending you another one right away. And he sent me another thing. It was like a pair of boots, I think, maybe. And I got the boots wow. uh, in, a, in a few days. So that was cool that he acknowledged that he fucked up and uh, fixed Didn't it Didn't right make away. it difficult. Yeah. 
Doc says, uh, I bought a bunch of stuff from a dude on eBay recently, and they merged the orders together, so I wasn't paying for shipping twice. Sometimes people don't do that. Uh, Francis McFarland Toys sending an extra set of figures with messed up packaging for free. Wow, congratulations. Dante says, on Etsy for diorama backgrounds, he made me listing for three instead of paying shipping on each one. What about you guys? Yeah, so for me, I had um, ordered my uh, Doc Brown uh, about a month ago, two months ago maybe now, um, and I had it shipped to my work because I live out in like kind of rural area and it's got a PO box and it's always super annoying to try and pick up especially hot toys from a PO box if it goes into the post office and they lock the doors before I'm home from work you're waiting to the next day so I'm like tech with that we've got a receptionist at my office for a reason so I make my shipping address that and uh, I see on DHL it's out for delivery I'm like sweet should happen anytime I get the notification from DHL, and it's a picture of a very random set of racking that I do not recognize. It is absolutely not in my office. So I'm like, oh no, like, I've, I've never experienced this before. I rice back to the office. Um, sure enough, like, definitely not in there. Nobody's dropped it off because it was a wrong, wrong address or anything like that. So I go start knocking on all of my business neighbors' doors. Nobody can find it. So I reach out to Sideshow, hey, this picture from DHL, definitely not my shop, it's been lost, um, never happened to me before. The guy's like, well, give me 24 hours, if it doesn't show up, we'll send you another one. So oh, wow. don't see it Don't see it for 24 hours, respond to Sideshow, say it still hasn't arrived, um, and they send out another figure. About two days later, one of our neighbors finds it in their shipping rack and brings me the other figure over. So now I ended up with two Doc Browns as a result. And oh. I reached back to Sideshow and said, hey, I ended up getting that first package just for transparency because I didn't want to get, I don't know, the boot or whatever. Uh, and they were like, keep it. It's all good. Is wow. what it is. Incredible. I think I know actually who got the first one. I saw a post today. It was uh, it was Jeremy Benthoff. <laughs> Jeremy Benthoff. <laughs> 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 Netflix Carlos stage. says a, a place for collecting such a handsome panel except Marco F. You. Uh, well, John, what about you? You've been doing a lot, of, uh, I've never a lot of wheeling and dealing lately. Yeah. Um, I'll give a shout out to a, a collector in the community. Collectors enabled Mike Costa. That guy is insane, man. That guy. He's you awesome. Buy, I he's love a, that guy. He's amazing. I think he's a doctor. He A doctor he is. He's a if you... Uh, ever need to if he's selling something and you need to buy something and you want to you don't need a reference check he is incredible if he's open selling it i probably cannot afford it open that, communication that guy gets some incredible pieces no he gives good deals though amazing deals um but open communication pictures of everything of everything packaging the styrofoam taping the styrofoam putting it in the uh, shipper box amazing he did an amazing job i picked up the Fabok, Detective 1000 from him, and I was blown away uh, with the communication. So I'll give him a shout out. That's awesome. Wow. You if, love. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, even Sideshow 2 the other day, my points were expiring, and I called them back and I said, hey, can you reinstate my points? And she did. So that was cool too. <laughs> that's like the second year in a row, John. Spin those. No, things. no, that's the one. Was that, that was only happened once. Did I say that? <laughs> oh, story okay, already? Yeah. okay. That was like last year. Yeah. Was. I was like, Jesus, John. <laughs> His points are older than <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Anyways, true. let's uh, let's get into boys. Are you an angel? What? An angel? 
I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you probably need a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two. Okay, let's go. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joy uh, Lockman, you're telling power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. How fucking dare you, Marco? Baby, you interrupt baby. on my solemn intro. <laughs> How dare you? Honestly, I thought you added it. He placed it in a good spot. I sound just like a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> wow. You look like a nine-year-old boy, too. Uh, hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank everybody who's listening live at home on the replay, wherever you're catching the show. Thank you, sweet, beautiful angel. Wow. Wow. Shout out to Rainer's Rarities for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. We'll talk about them more in a little bit. Uh, we have so many people in the chat right now. It's fantastic. We have uh, Twin... Why is my button not clicking? What the hell? There it's we one go. Of the, one Toy of Mafia, days. Ninja Squirrel, uh, Tukatri, Doc's Mizzle, uh, 12-inch Moose Stream, he said his Batwing arrived, Dante's hey, Boneyard, uh, more is more, Baby Boy 562, been waiting for this all day, let's go boys, Carlito, Absolute Irwin, Doc's Mizzle, Dante's Boneyard, Vintage Rebellion Podcast, DJ, PT Works, Mark Pearson, Alvin Jules, SpongeBob Squareballs, Calvin, aka Loki Collector, uh, Ten Kaichi Collectible Show. Look at that! He's a Dragon Ball. He's Canadian. Uh, I just told him to hop on. He's close Look to me that. over here. Yeah, Hell what's yeah. going on, buddy? Look at that, Ben. Oh, I know like... him. We went to summer camp together. Really? Guaranteed. Ben, do you like uh, do you like Dragon Ball, Ben? Is he kidding you? Big fan. <laughs> Oh my god, I do like Dragon Ball, yes. Really, I like dragging my balls on your face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, where could this go? Uh, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <Sam> <laughs> oh my god. Ben got a picture of a pair of mice rats. I wasn't expecting Jazzy. that, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Pablo Mesa. laughs> Sorry, Ben. I'm sorry. You're just so sweet and innocent, Ben. I'm so sorry. Nice guy. My amazing. newest piece is my Jazz Inc. Batwing, my oh, my last nice. grail. Fuck yes, I want that yeah, so bad. A lot of a lot of people are getting them, but man, uh, I guess FedEx or whatever shipping courier they're using, they are beating the hell out of those boxes. My Thanks, goodness. Thanks, Ninja. And that's not anything on on Joseph's part. I mean, they're just beating the shit out of those boxes. Ninja Squirrel. Uh, let's see here. Ba ba da bum. <laughs> Catfish says, I saw that from a mile away. Damn, Ben. Uh, here we go. Toy Cartel, what's up, chat? Uh, new here, enjoying the show lately. Uh, good work and good topics. Toy Cartel, welcome, my friend. Uh, we are glad that you are here. Um, Dean, we have a very special segment that all the... Look at Benny's laughing. That all of the best shows start out with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. When did you get new this week? So I had a pretty good week. Um, 
uh, my, our buddy, friend of the show, Rainer, uh, he got into autographs in a big way over the past year. And so he really has. Yeah. Whatever convention he could go to, he, he will make it a point to go. And uh, I got it really into Demon Slayer also this past year. And so I wanted to get the autographs of the three main Demon Slayers. Uh, Tanjiro, um, Zenitsu, and uh, Inosuke. I don't have Inosuke yet, but he got me Tanjiro and Zenitsu this year. This week. Um, So this is cool. They're personalized to me. Got them in little pop protectors. So it's very cool. It's the voice actors of uh, Tanjiro awesome, and uh, Zenitsu. Nice so that's up. pretty cool. Wow. And then um, I have this Jill Valentine figure I got from... Shit, I don't remember who, who did it. Is it but Dan anyways, Please as well? No, this is a third-party one. Oh, okay, got uh, it. She hasn't had an official release yet. But... um. There was just some parts of it I didn't like. Um, her boots like were like wicked small, and then like her hands also were very small, and only came with two pairs. So I bought some uh, three zero boots from a Walking Dead figure, and then some. There's another company that does Jill Valentine, and I bought her hands. So I just bought those from uh, Toy Anxiety, and those came in the mail yesterday. So yeah, she looks damn good. Those, those seamless arms are giving me toy anxiety. <laughs> Speaking of toy anxiety, we got a Hot Toys reissue here to talk about. In a bit. That was pretty good, John. Was... I can't tell you. I don't get paid enough. We uh, no, not, last month we certainly did not. Talk I mean, I, I don't get paid at all for for the record. <laughs> me and Marco both, and, and we're overpaid. So. We're, we're overpaid. <laughs> I uh, I love toy anxiety. They're not sponsored, but. Oh, dude, Toy Anxiety is such an invaluable tool. I know. I I actually just bought some, uh, I don't have it on for my new this week slide, but some uh, new gloves for my uh, Marcus Luttrell because he has these, uh, Dean, these ones where you actually put the hand in the glove and they're fucking terrible. Oh, really? uh, I hate them so much. But yeah, so there's that. Uh, John, you had a great pickup, pickups this Mm -hmm. week. What'd you get? I got the Detective 1000 Fabok, the one we were talking about from uh, from Mike. And damn, this thing's a damn. beast. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Um, this is uh, quarter scale? This is third scale. Goddamn. Yeah, so this is a beast and a half. Um, beautiful piece. Well done. Well executed. I was, uh, I was hesitant on this at first uh, with some of the photos, but uh, seeing it in person, it's it's stunning. What other recent Batman uh, statues has this company done? Ooh, Prime One. This is the I think this is the most recent, and then they have another one with a a penguin that you can buy. It. It's it's their accompanying pieces where you get a third scale penguin and then Batman's over him looking oh, down on him. I saw that on Collectors Club actually. Yeah, yeah. that's a beautiful piece too. Yeah. What were you on the fence about, John? Because like it looks pretty awesome from it, from here, it, but it's cool. But the in pictures. You see how his leg is on top of the roof, the left leg? Mm-hmm. It, in certain pictures that you see, it doesn't come off very well, the twist of the body. Oh, okay. But this is ripped off a, a cover of a comic book, Detective 1000, the um, Fabbox design. So 
what they did was they took it's it's exactly sometimes in my opinion when you're going from 2d to 3d it doesn't transition well you got to have a little bit of artist interpretation in there and they didn't kind of do that they, they just went straight off the cover so in some photos that was bothering me but in person my god man the cape alone you, your eyes hit the, the waist and the cape 100%. the rest is dude that cape is beautiful and i think that's really where the sculpted capes shine like for yeah dynamic poses like this like if this was fabric it would be be a mess oh yeah no you an absolute mess exactly well congratulations you also got this here so what's what's this right here so a buddy of mine uh phoenix he's on he's on club with us on fridays he lives in vancouver and vancouver just had their fan expo and fabok was there so i told him buddy grab a bat and get it signed for me so he actually took his bat he has a bat uh he has the same statue he took his bat got it signed and shipped it to me and i'm gonna ship my bat back to him so he did me a huge solid Dude, there that's awesome yeah that's pretty guy. fucking rad yeah and then he got uh, i got a print signed by fabric as well Damn. so he, huge son. shout out to phoenix yeah that's fucking dope appreciate it i want to get a lot of trust too Oh, he's like, a good guy. Both, I would trust on, that guy. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, but on both, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah, in case yeah. something gets damaged. Oh, 100%. I wouldn't just do that with anybody. That's, no. That's fine. No, he's an awesome dude. guy. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Phoenix. Phoenix the angel. Um, Marco, you got uh, a new this week also. Yeah. So just in regards to one six, I'm still trying to be disciplined right now because I've got the DeLorean and those jokers just hanging over my head. I'm like, I want them, but... I've not gotten any invoices. So uh, Zach 3D printed these dog tags. I think I featured them last week on the show. Finally got it on uh, Pancake there, and it looked perfect. Honestly, perfectly sized. No one say anything about Pancake. She is a hairy chihuahua, basically. She just got a new haircut. So I was getting roasted in the chat. But she's either the ugliest cute dog or the cutest ugly dog. Haven't determined which one yet. But uh, I just wasn't totally sure it was the same dog. When you first put it in the (laughs) chat, I was like, is it a new dog? No, she... uh, she it lost like 10 like pounds of hair. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> pretty pancake. wild. I'm just the craving, dark eyes. I'm just craving Taco Bell now. That's uh, Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the one six, six purple. Now that you Look say that. that. That's right. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I need to. Marco's like, can you make me some CW uh, tags? I was like, Marco, you're a fool. I'll just send you your own logo, not my logo yet, Dingus. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, really, really appreciate it. That's actually a really good idea, Zach. We should we should market that. Have John. You should collecting weekly dog. You should do collecting weekly dog tags. That's brilliant. Honestly. That is not a bad idea for when Ben animorphs into a dog. <laughs> wow. That's right. The neighbor hasn't called me back yet. So. Wow. <laughs> Only a matter of time. That's right. So you're looking for the next series of children's books. <laughs> That's right. Actually, um, Loki, though, animorphs is fire as fuck, though. Uh, what'd fun, you get, it was, a, it was a good pickup. So today I um, was trying to fill the gap behind me. Somebody told me recently, they're like, we like your streams, but there's like this wall right here that has nothing on it. And again, like I'm, I'm generating this space. It's still, it's still in its infancy, but I was like, fair enough. I got to put something there. So I looked at neon signs and neon signs are like 800 bucks. If you want one. So expensive. It's insane. So, and like Marco said, I've got the DeLorean and the Joker is also looming over me a little bit. So I was like, okay, I've got to go a little bit more budget friendly. So I think in the States it's Walgreens here. It's something, it's called London drugs. I reach out to London Drugs and I get this poster made. Now, I'm a professional estimator, okay? And I'm like, two feet by two feet is pretty big, but I'm not at home, right? So It's I, way I, more than enough than anyone could it, ever need. You would think so, absolutely. 
I get it home and I'm like, hmm, could have been bigger. Could have been bigger. <laughs> I thought you put a sticker on the wall. Like, that's, <laughs> it looks like you have feet. a sticker it's hanging off your mic. two feet by two feet. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's not one of my stickers. There's no way that's It looks like feet. it must sticker. It is. No, it is. It is two feet. It is. After, I'll, after I'll stand beside it. No, stand right now. Put a now. figure next it. to it because a figure's 12 inches. But it doesn't look... It doesn't look out of place, though. Honestly, like it look looks like dude. a good size. Yeah, that's just oh, it's shit. the perspective. It's someone big. Photoshop <laughs> different things into Ben's. <laughs> someone please do that. A, a do you speak English sign? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's great, Ben. We love it. Wow. It's the perspective, though, Ben, because it's actually like pretty big when you stand up next to it. <laughs> that's what she <you> said. <laughs> you should have just put a, a green screen behind you and had the figures project onto the wall. That would have been pretty cool. Well, like and the then somebody's talking about. And then somebody did set, tell me the other day that I don't have enough figures, and I was like, "Oh, like that's not all of the ones that I have." But you know, it's, it's not enough figures. You had zero figures. Wait a second, not enough figures. You, yeah, they you said if you don't have a hundred figures, you're not a we, real. Clone. We gotta kick yeah. him, Zach. Gotta kick him. Right, get, him get him out of here. Get him out of here. So, yeah, okay, so I only I, have five, yeah. so. so I picked this up today. So now I think I'm going to get it reprinted in four feet by four feet now that I have a better idea of the size. Do they but judge then, you at all Like when you pick it up and it's your goofy ass face on the I picture? don't think they knew it was me, to be honest. <laughs> although, I wore the, although I wore my Ben Thomas t-shirt to the gym today, and there some people were like, hmm, maybe. That was <laughs> like, it's like you. Yeah. It wasn't the, the tough t- nut shirt. <laughs> that one definitely gets me like it looks at the gym, though. <laughs> oh, boy. I also nice. Zach, I need to I need that clip originally because I've been getting I've been getting questions about where the tough nut comes from, and I, I don't remember on, what episode it is now. I think so. I think John had put it on the inst on the Instagram. I gotta we'll double check. check that. Yeah, we'll double check. So you had to be there, and I want to reiterate what Doc Smizzle saying here, Ben. You probably oh, no, that's not the one. Um, <laughs> let's see, who cares what people say about how many figures someone has? Completely agree, Doc. That is not what this game is about, bro. Totally. You could have one figure or you could have a billion figures. They were just we're trolling. It made, it made me laugh. I liked it. There you go. 12-inch Moose Stream says, I received the Jazzing Bat, uh, Batwing, the Deadpool 2 Cable, Mars Toys, Wolf of Wall Street, Hot Toys Grogu Solo Set, Hot Toys Dark Trooper, and Hot Toys Boba 2-Pack. That's a spicy oh, Can you leave ball. some for the rest of the, the I know. I got to know his... I got to know his honey hole. He's been getting some great deals recently, so... Yeah. I, uh... I think I doubled the number of hot toys that I own in a week. Uh, so I picked up the uh, Hunter and Echo. Hunter was like a super impulsive purchase. Uh, this guy had it for, I want to say it was like 175 shipped. And it was at that price where I went on Sideshow, saw that it was going to be like almost two, it was almost like 300 bucks shipped. And I was like, you know what? This is a huge savings. It's just missing the base. Um, I'm just going to uh, pull the trigger. Now here's the key, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. When you're when you're dealing with a hot item, and there's already people putting PM scent, all you got to do is comment. I'll take it. You message them and say, "What's your PayPal?" Don't don't ask questions. Don't. Well, is this? Are you firm on the price, or can I see more photos? What like, if it's a good price? You're saying that? It, it, no, I'm talking about like if it's a smoking deal. Like yeah, you know, course, this yeah. was 175. I think the retail on this That's was crazy. too. Mark, yeah. can you double check that for me? When I'm talking a smoking deal, there's no time to uh, dilly daddle, right? Some and guys so, will go like 150, 125. Yeah. No. At this point, I was like, this is shipped out the door with fees. Yeah. Bro, it's for 250 retail. Yeah, so almost uh, $75 off. Plus, I didn't have to pay tax, and the shipping was included in that, and the 3% fees. Uh, so that was a great purchase. Uh, and then for um, uh, Echo. 
uh, uh, James, he's been on Posters, I think, once or twice. Uh, I think he goes by uh, Big Collector. Great guy. He, um, I put up a, a want to buy on OSR. Uh, didn't have a ton of luck with it. Um, and he had messaged me and he, he had said, you know, hey, I'm saving for a car. Uh, I got a bunch of figures that I'm trying to offload. And uh, he had given me a price and I, I kind of responded like, hey, you know, that's that's a great price. But, you know, this is kind of more what I'm seeing it selling at on, on the groups as of like late January. If you can kind of meet me around that price point, I think we can make a deal. And we kind of did a little back and forth, but I got a great price on this. And um, I have both now. And I'm uh, Crosshair comes out, I think, in July. And I'm cautiously optimistic that they're going to make the other two members of the Bad Batch. So I think I am going to get Crosshair and just kind of hope and pray that they actually do release Tech and, and Rika. It's because Crosshair is fucking awesome. Well, Omega. I will definitely get an Omega, though. She's she's amazing. But, man, these figures are incredible. The posing that you can get out of them is fantastic. Um, I've owned, uh, I want to say, two... Actually, I've actually owned, like, five Sideshow Clone Troopers, but it's been a long time since I've had one in the collection. And so uh, to, to have a Hot Toys Commando figure after making a custom one as well... The difference is night and day. Like the quality on this, the paintwork, everything is super, super clean. The portrait is fantastic on both figures. Uh, Echo's yeah. kind of weird because the way his helmet, like in the show, comes off, it's like it's almost like there's a big cutout for that little lobot type thing he has on the back of his head. But anytime you want to push the neck down, the whole helmet basically slides off. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of annoying. Uh, but the fact that he comes with so many different accessories that. You know, we're either just cut from season one or never made it into the show. It's super cool. And yeah. and I, I, there's this thing with Hot Toys collectors. Dean, I know that you've heard it a lot, but it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to display the head anyways on the figure, so I'm going to keep it in the box. And so I've been thinking, like, well, I could just 3D print, like, a headstand. And so it took me, like, two or three tries to get it right. And it's kind of annoying because even within the same line, the joints are all different sizes. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I do want to make these for sale because uh, they're they're cheap to produce. I think they add a little bit to a display. Um, obviously, I think I'll make them in black um, as well. But uh, I think what I'll do is kind of undersize them a bit, and you can just kind of put a little tiny drop of blue tack to make it fit your specific figure. But, yeah, I got both heads on display, and um, I think it's great. So I can swap between the helmets uh, on the figure or off. And uh, still be able to kind of get these out of the box and enjoy them a little bit. So, um, Jazzy said, "Do you display the head like that? It looks like he got decapitated." Well, I don't have another bus to display it on, so for now, this will do. And I think it looks pretty cool. I think that's a good like idea. Actually, you, you should yeah. make it like a bloody red or something. That'd be crazy. <laughs> How dare you, Ben? No, you should make them black. I think actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have black filament. And then um, some of the people, Zach's Wonderland people, they were like, well, can you make the season seven, like, when Ahsoka buries all the clones and they have, Spoilers. like, those little sticks? I don't know if it's a stick or the DC-17s, but there's, like, this bent, like, brownish black. Yeah, the it's, like, Star Destroyer debris. Or yeah, I don't really know what it is. class debris. Yeah, so I'm I'm working on it. It's still kind of work in progress, but, like, a little, check this out, Dean. It's just, like, a little bent thing that can fit the heads on and uh because people want that they want to display all their orange and and uh the orange five first helmets and you know all those other kind of things so uh nice. and then from john ortiz 
uh, from the Patreon chat, um, he had uh, put up a bunch of figures for sale. And I was like, hey, uh, great prices, but those not necessarily interested in anything that you're selling. Uh, are you getting rid of anything else? And uh, he was selling this Lego uh, Tumblr. It's, it's an older set, but the new one that they just released is like functionally identical. I think it has just a few small differences. Certainly not worth you know paying the the huge price for the new one. And so this one is has a few broken pieces. I think the pieces just like they're clips, and so over time they just kind of break. And so I'm going to go to my local bricks and minifig store and get those parts. It'll probably cost me like a quarter, and I will have a uh, UCS tumbler. It's a huge set, eh? It's huge. It's actually when he sent me a picture, I thought it was like you know maybe this big, but it's. It's yeah. like four or five pounds. It's huge. I had Can to disassemble see? mine because I didn't know where to display it. And I think so, like, <laughs> once I get the DeLorean, I might actually make a yeah. vehicle display with it again. Um, Can you throw it off awesome. your roof when you're done? Probably not, okay. um, to be Just honest. But, uh, you know, m- maybe next time. Maybe yeah. next time. It is absolutely a fingerprint magnet, though. That's my only complaint about it in, th- in general. Like, for mine, mm. like... All of like the the glossy bits have like slowly uh, like kind of eroded over time, but still beautiful. There you go. Erwin says, "Do a generic bust and cover it with cloth to replicate the clone undersuit." That's too much. Erwin, we're talking print and sell, babe. Oh, News here. So we. Wait, what? Oh, we almost lost you. I lost you. You lost me. I'm here. I'm yeah, you teleported like two seconds in the future. Wow. Just like I my wasn't, character. Huh? It was great. It was great. Because we were talking about the news, Should hot I toys s- or oh, that was good, present okay. toys, uh, Blade Warrior. We just have a uh, quick little update here. Um, they uh, had put out a post. The head sculpt of Blade Warrior will be produced in accordance uh, with the newly modified shape. Please note and thank you again for the support. I, um, I'll be honest, and I said this on LWO. This this was only out for like a day maybe two days before they had already started making changes. And I, I feel like it's, I don't really get it. It's like, why not just wait to take your photos and just kind of show everyone the new sculpt? Because I, I think we had some criticism, but I think generally speaking, the community really liked, really liked their first portrait, uh, which is this one here. Um, but does this sway any of you guys into making a purchase or anyone in the, like a, a a good portrait you know i thought the first one was pretty good too but it just seems odd that they like walked it back like the next day yeah almost immediately it was prepped. um yeah i i still don't see wesley snipes here but really i really don't dude i see a guy who doesn't pay his taxes there i'm sorry wow jesus christ <laughs> that seems well um yeah i mean it's good to see right like I mean, it's a little soon to, you know, be making improvements, but fuck, at least they're doing it. You know what I mean? So I think it's cool to see. Um, again, and Zach and I sing a lot of praises to present toys because they make good stuff. So, yeah, I think it's a, that's always a, a plus is to see them making improvements. And that positive, if you will. Yeah, I, I won't, I definitely won't complain when a company's, uh, trying to make improvements yeah does it look a little like oh we'll put out these photos and then make it seem like we listen to the collector sure but um at least there are improvements being made yeah, i would so- i think i'd still go hot toys with this one but 
that's just me. It's a more affordable option if you don't want to drop the, the big bucks. There you go, and, and genuine leather coat as well. Um, you know, we just talked about Queen Studios last week, or about InArt and their side-by-side Batman comparisons. Um, and we were just, you know, talking about controlling the message, giving us proper information so we can make an informed decision. This feels like something similar in that I appreciate that they're communicating, that they're improving, but they're not really giving us a, a fair comparison to make here. It's not a painted sculpt. So I, I wish like the messaging was like, hey, here's a work in progress. We heard you that it's not good enough. We're going to give you an update on X date. We're extending the pre-order to this date. And then, you know, so, so, so people will have a little more faith if they're comfortable enough, they can pre-order. But this just kind of leaves you in a weird limbo with not enough information. So again, this is like another example for me of a company communicating, but they could just tighten it up just a little bit to have really, really effective communication and not just like communicating for the sake of looking like they're doing so. Totally. Big Rib says, I have my Blade Warrior on pre-order. For me, I like how they kind of, I feel like they cast a lure out there. And they were like, how do you guys like it? You know, and then absorbed the feedback and have gone back to make some changes. Is it a tactic? Like, I I don't know. I think it's kind of a cool way to do it. I didn't love the Paul Rudd Ant-Man recently. And part of that was because they showed us the sculpt, but also in parentheses said, but it's a work in progress. And it, to me, that almost felt like Hot Toys was saying, we know this isn't good enough, but we're showing it to you anyways. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like with Present Toys not really saying that and kind of throwing it out there. And then, as I said, next day being like, okay, we heard you. We're going to we're gonna tweak it. Um, I do think this looks a little bit more like Wesley Snipes. Hope I got that name right. Jeremy Benthal. Um, <laughs> but I think with the glasses on, it'll look even better. And I agree with you, Marco. I think the only fair comparison that we would have seen would have been at least if it was painted. Um, But I think Present Toys has a pretty good track record with their paint apps anyways, so I'm not too worried about it. I think as long as the sculpt is there, uh, it'll feel a lot closer. I haven't ordered mine yet, but I loved the original Blade films, so I'm like like walking that fence line. I, I want it, and it's not a bad price, so we'll see how she goes. It might come. It might come to the collection. To Marco's point, I think the the gold standard would have been like showing us the original painted prototype with a um, painted uh, V2. I think also uh, if they had done these three shots and then above it the original three renders at these same angles, I think that would have been great. Because the issue last week with the uh, Batman was it's like the lighting wasn't the same, the the angles weren't the same, like different background colors, true. different, different backgrounds. True. With this, it's like. Again, it's the same thing, right? Like, it's just too many variables to really kind of nail down, you know, what's better and what's worse. But uh, like John said, you know, there's companies that don't do anything. So I'm not complaining that they're doing it. I just wish that they, um, you know, they did it a little bit better. Yeah, just a little bit more and they could be really great at what they're trying to accomplish. But I tell you, the the third-party game... That's a big boy game now. You don't fuck around with third party anymore. You got to do premium materials, fantastic portraits. I mean, the the number of accessories. I mean, it's 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 Crazy gotten bases. incredibly. I thought the golden age of third party was like a year or two ago, but I feel like that that was a bit premature. I think I think they just continue to get better. Do you think? And, uh, do you think there's a potential for a takeover? You know, John, it's funny because Hot Toys uh, did start out making unlicensed products, so. Uh, you know, there's other companies as well that that started off even now that started off making unlicensed stuff. They're moving into the licensed game. 
uh, Jazz Inc. Dioramas being one of them. I, I would not be shocked if these companies, uh, you know, continue to put in the good work that you might see them start to pick up some, some formal licenses. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, I think 100%. I think, I don't know if it's going to be a takeover, but I certainly think I wouldn't be shocked if, if a Toys Era or Present Toys uh, somewhere down the line, you know, got an actual license yeah. at some point. It's I don't know how lucrative yeah, that would takes, be for them. It just takes that one big chance and you yep. nail you hit the home run on that chance, and boy. And, and you've got actual license holders kind of fumbling the bag, like um, Star Ace with their um, whole The Boys line, right? Like yeah. third-party companies are doing that mm-hmm. better. So, you know, they're leaving the door open for someone to come in and get that license, which could be big. 100%. 100%. Uh, Vane says, are third-party six-scale more acceptable across the board in the community than in the statue community? I would say... Ooh, I would say they're, they're now, John. I don't want to speak for the statue community, but I've seen a lot of third-party statues for sale, or even just like sh- like uh, look what I got posts, and people are like, "Oh my god, this is like an amazing yeah, statue!" Like, yeah. I-, I think they're pretty well received in both communities. Uh, I if think, I can be honest, I, I I think I agree with you. I think a little bit more on the statue side with the custom pieces. Uh, you yeah. see a lot more of them there uh, because at that point. You, you see, you ha- there's this mentality on the six scale side that you go third party, and the quality drops. Like for example, you know some of the, the types of glue they use staining the clothing and so forth. Por- portraits are not as up to par, but I find with the statues, you get custom statues that are sometimes even paint applications are even better than the licensed companies are doing. If they're not going for photorealism, then they've got a yeah a easier time to try to hit their mark. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so staying with third-party Mars Toys, again, another fairly reputable company uh, in this uh, sort of third-party industry. Uh, the King of Enigma 165 releasing Whoa. Q3 2023. I I really like this. It, yeah. it, this this puts a smile on my face. Like childhood. You know this 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 is this is special. I think it's a special figure. Um, on LWA, I had mentioned I didn't like the hat. I think looking at some screenshots, I, you know, I th- I think they definitely are onto something there. I think I, w- I misspoke on that show. But um, the fact that you get, um, you know, the sort of like the, the jumpsuit with the question marks, you get the, the actual sort of suit that he wears, a ton of really nice accessories. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, this is, That's pretty this is good. a fun figure. And, you know... <sighs> we talked about it with like Nathan Drake and it's, I think that was like two thirty, and I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, if, if Mars toys is giving us this for one sixty five, you know, this is one sixty five. This is, this is kind of where, you know, I, I think, I think third party really shines right when the price is is that low when the quality, I mean, look, you get, you know, five of these uh, little grenades, you get, um, his question mark staff. You get you just get a ton of stuff. You get the brain drain, the, the the brain drain, the presale bonus, the Halloween mask, two portraits. I mean this this is so fucking awesome. This like, is tempting at that price. This is so, God, this is so cool. Yeah, great timing too. That Batman shelf, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, the fact that they is... even have some pictures with the Hot Toys Batman. Just they do. It was a little cheeky. There, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is cool. Um, there's a lot of people who love these movies um, and have been begging, I mean, literally begging for 
these era movies figures for the lo- I mean as long as I've been collecting people have been wanting these fucking figures so it's really cool to see them coming out um, I don't think the the portrait is super strong with this one but Jim Carrey is also like I, I kind of always say like oh someone's kind of unique looking Jim Carrey is very unique looking like his face is so expressive though like how do you yeah. even capture him so like I can see Jim Carrey in these sculpts like 100% I just don't think it's 100% if that makes sense um but yeah i think it's i think it's a great release like just objectively i think it's fucking awesome um i want to mention big ribs comment here he said uh first time ordering from one six kit do you guys have any experience with them i ordered yeah i ordered gandalf and uh in our joker from them uh pretty good especially international buyers because he puts the shipping into the price already so i i've heard good things yeah and zach we have ten dollars off if it's your we first have, purchase yeah right? we have yeah it's ten dollars off uh cw one zero just the digits heck yeah and uh it'll get you uh i want to say here we go it is uh ten dollars off your first purchase yeah ten dollars off of yeah your it's first a purchase. one-time so one-time use yeah. uh code but yeah kit's great we don't get any kickbacks from that so it's not like we're telling you he's great and pocketing money on the side which yeah. it's not like that uh, but I, I've I've purchased from Kit. I want to say maybe, God, probably twenty. Not necessarily figures because he sells like kits or like portraits. Uh, where you could just buy the head sculpt on his website. Um, probably about twenty purchases. I know many people. Uh, Manny, I think Dean, you've purchased from them as well. Great mm-hmm. guy, fast shipping. They'll take care of you if anything's wrong. Um, and it, it was great that they were able to give us a code for our listeners. So yeah, big rib. Be sure to. Save you some ten bucks on that. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, no, this is fantastic. Do you think? Do you think, guys, that we're gonna get this from Hot Toys? No, I don't. No? They don't make. I can't them. rule it out. I can't rule it out, John. But it doesn't feel like it. They did the Robin. You don't think we'll get this? I don't think they. Will. I don't think they'll do it. They they're notoriously bad for giving us villains, and the Batman and Robin is a good like figure pair. It's hard to say. I don't think because so. you gotta, you if, gotta think if they do this, then then two phase like I, I the, mm-hmm. two phase poison ivy, um, Mister Freeze. I mean, those it are opens all the iconic door. actors, though. They're so iconic. That's the only reason why I think that they may do it, right? Because it's like th- this has been received so positively that Hot Toys might see that feedback. Like, damn, we. Could but then actually... we'd st- we'd still need the George Clooney Batman. Then if that was the case, if they were gonna go <sighs> that deep, I, right? I might be in for one of those too. True. A terrible yeah, film. I, but... I don't girl. even know if I would. <laughs> girl. Oh yeah, Barbara Gordon. Yeah. I would start getting into these conversations about okay, you're gonna have 89 Batman and you're gonna have Val Kilmer. Why not throw in George Clooney? Anyways, John, go for it. Well, because I don't want nipples on my suit, but that's fine. <laughs> I got nipples. Um, Can you milk me? Jeez, <laughs> uh, this is pretty cool. I think if Hot Toys was to do it, I think I'd go down that line and just pick up the Batman that Batman line. Um, you still should, buddy. By the way, they're they're well. Pretty, I was worried about really the suit. Nice. I was really worried about the suit because I've been you, seeing some reviews. You can't pose su- it. But it's beautiful. Yeah, it's still beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I'm really thinking about it because that's where I'm going. Like I'm, I'm getting rid of my Star Wars stuff, and I think that's the road I want to go to. I think that exo suit that they did is really cool. But um, this is this is a nice figure for that price. Just goes to show you that we're, we're getting scammed by that Hot Toys scam. <laughs> One sixty five for all that. Damn. 
Yeah, hate and love to see it. Yeah, this is a tough one for me because I keep kind of going back and forth. But let me read Equan's uh, comment here. Hot toys are too busy reassuring one to two year old figures. It's true though. You know, they got low hanging fruit. They've already got the molds. They could push it out and people will buy them. So this would obviously require a lot more effort. Um, I keep going back and forth because like Dean was saying, I see Jim Carrey in here, but it's not 100%. If the sculpt was like dang near perfect, it would be a no brainer for me. Like, okay, that that's the one, but it leaves just a crack open for me to be like, oh, maybe hot toys will do this down the line. And maybe I should just wait for that version. Now the price point is like incredibly enticing as well. And also Mars toys has been doing some bangers. And also we know, you know, they're doing the um, 66 Batman line, right? And they've got um, that Joker coming out that looks incredible. And so this is one that I feel if I pass on, I may regret. But like Ben always says, sometimes that's okay. Sometimes you just got to let it go. So I'm leaning towards not getting this one, even though I have. I was going to say, I say, but. I was like, oh shit, what did I say this time? (laughs) Ben says, swallow it, whether it's tough or not. But um, yeah, so so even though I have the Batman and Robin, I still feel like if it's not like extremely a a stellar representation, then I can just pass on it. So really on the fence, but leaning towards no. How about you, Ben? I am going to get this figure for the price. I think it's awesome. I agree with you, Dean and Marco, that likeness is not a hundred percent, but I think like you, you nailed it. Jim Carrey has such an animated face. I don't even know what face you could capture yeah, true. that would be like a hundred percent him. And, I think that, especially like in this screen grab, the one where he's got the jacket off and he's leaning back, that pose is so iconic to that film. It's awesome. I can just hear his voice and him like whipping his cane under his under his arm. The bat bombs that it comes with are fantastic when he launches them into the bat cave and stuff. And then the fact that you get two separate looks from this figure is also really exciting, right? I mean, with the jacket and the hat, if you wanted, you could have uh, his like... You could have his like booth set up in his apartment before he really becomes the Riddler where with the with the, you know, the animated guy is like, you know, yes, sir, question mark. Uh, and he's asking it questions. You could turn into like a little display, have a coat rack or something with that oh. on it instead. Like it could be like a really cool looking little shelf display if you wanted it. Um, if they were going to do this, I would want them to proceed with their Two-Face. I've seen a teaser image uh, of that, uh, the Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, I feel like and, there's no way they don't do that, given how well this has been received, right? And I mean, if and if these two are well received, then like the Drew Barrymore and I don't know what the other actress's name is, but the the Angel and Devil, you know, uh, that are in with uh, Two Face okay, there man. in that one scene. I think that would be Keep okay. Your past, I would man. I would Keep take it. I would take a Drew Barrymore. I, I I'm not gonna lie. So, but no, this is this is badass, and the amount of accessories are crazy. I've seen the movie so many times though, but I don't remember the bonus, the pre-sale bonus mask. It makes me want to rewatch the film. I I don't remember what that scene is from, but other than that, pretty stoked. You love to see it. Let's uh, everyone take a take a dose of their blood pressure medication. We have no, don't uh, do it. No, no, too soon. <laughs> Paz Vizsla. The show um, was going so well though. Zach. I know we were in such a good flow. I know. Now it's just. But this is you know we we dip the toe you know we're all talking we're all in a good mood now I gotta throw it at us we got seventy two people watching uh, this one is two eighty five April to September two thousand twenty four um, I, I feel like John should be enthusiastic about this though because you know like when they say like how are you gonna feel when they come for you this is like John to the newer collectors like now they're yeah, coming for like, you for these yeah, re- good re- that is true good. that is true yeah, but you, you still... get a little, little taste of it. I'll wait, I'll wait. I'll keep it in. 
No, 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 please. If you want no, to, go. go ahead. No, there's nothing I, um, to, good to say about this. I'll let the positivity I flow. I don't... <sighs> this is a weird one. What this, are you talking about? This is, this just is say it. One. Say it. It's, is... it's too soon, to be honest. I, I don't think... I know, John, we had a little bit of discussion in the Patreon chat. I didn't personally think that this aftermarket on the V1 was particularly high. Um, so the fact that they're no. you know, basically coming out with this because he had like a new accessory is super odd. Um, you know, I mean, this is what, like a three scene character at this point. And who knows if he may have different armor or different uh, accessories that, that you might want in season three, which I believe is premiering tonight. Um, just, just an odd, odd release. Um, I, you know, I want to say the only difference, um, accessory shield. wise is just that shield. And I think there's a little port that comes off of the gauntlet to, to plug that shield in. But no, this, this to me doesn't feel like something that would be worth a reissue this soon. Um, you know, I know hot toys would never do this, but you know, this seems like something you could pack in that accessory with the figure, a different figure. You know, you could sell it as its own accessory pack, which I know Hot Toys would never jo do that option. John Favreau portrait. A John Favreau portrait, exactly. Come on. Uh, this this is, I think, lazy. Um, I don't, I don't like it, and I kind of get the same vibes, perhaps a bit less, because I think people have had their V1 Mando for a bit longer. But it almost reminds me of like Jedi Luke, you know, and then also the uh, Pro Mando, right? They had just released. And then you have like a 2.0 version coming out soon. And and I remember when we saw this episode, um, Tina, I want to say you may have been there as well. You know, instantly you were like, well, Hot Toys is going to reissue it. And, you know, now now this has come to pass. Uh, but Dean, uh, one extra accessory, perhaps a little bit different on the paint apps. But, uh, but what, what, are we, what are we thinking here? Yeah, in fact, I almost bought the first one like three different times this past week on Mercari. I've seen him go as low as like three, like 40 or something. Like the aftermarket's not super terrible on this. Um, it's also weird that it's marketed as the Mandalorian when clearly this is from the book of Boba Fett. Um, no. It just seems odd. It's really weird. It's like you could just wait, like you said, for season three. See what else he comes with. Add that to the box. Like, it just seems very kind of haphazardly put together and rushed. Because it's too late for the book of Boba Fett and it's too early for Amanda season three. It's like, what even is this? It's so weird. Well, that it's technically said, not too early, though, because sometimes they put out figures before a movie or the property comes out, right? But but you're right. He might have other stuff that they could have included. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, early as in, well, what else could he come with? Um, that being said, I think it's a great figure, and I really do want it in my collection. Um, so... No, don't do it, Dean. Yeah, again, it's just kind of like, but why? Like, he's still not a very expensive figure anyway. You can just buy it well, on the secondary market. He was. No, he wasn't. He was before. Read this comment. 
And Doc Smizzle saying, good for those who missed out Jesus. on it, but Hot Toys shouldn't be dipping back into the well so soon for this figure. No, it is good for those new collectors that just started collecting the last two weeks, so it's perfect. He, uh, It was, Dean, when um, this thing I saw 350 to 400 before we saw it at the con. When they saw it at the con, that was it, because this thing sold out right away, fairly quickly when it was... Yeah, but uh, what was the retail on it? It was already over three... Uh... It wasn't that. I think fifty four hundred is not far off of retail. It was high twos, like uh, I think he was saying. I think it was three fifty four hundred, four fifty was the max. Two eighty one was the retail on the first oh, version. Okay. But yeah, no, this is just not good. No, 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 no. Why? Can you just tell me why? When we have the season three coming, why? Yeah, that's, the, that's the exact reason right because we're going to get so many mandalorians from that this is targeted at that person who maybe missed out on this because even if they were collecting at the time he went he sold out before he went in stock and too so bad. you would have had I, I get it too, too bad, bad right that's i get it i get it but I've, i'm giving the rationale right i've had so, it up so, to here someone who's going to have every other mandalorian yeah. and is looking for this one they want to capitalize on okay. it but, but i get what you're saying I've had it up to the the thing that irks me is the everywhere you go, Hot Toys Instagram, Hot Toys Facebook, Hot Toys, the comments. Well, it's good. I'm happy for the the people who missed out on it. You know, I don't give a rat's ass if you missed out on it. If you missed out on it, too bad. That's just that's life. We don't go around life. You know, it doesn't. We don't go around life uh, with our heads down saying, "Oh, I missed out on this, so I needed. I have the right to it again." Or like, come on, guys, come on. Yeah, but no, I think we're. We're thinking about this way too much like collectors, though, right? I mean, let's mm -hmm. be honest. The Mandalorian is easily one of their most profitable franchises ever. It's one of the reasons that this scene is inspired by Book of Boba Fett, but they've still stamped the Mandalorian title on it because they knew that if they put the Book of Boba Fett on it, there's a good chance it Probably wouldn't have sold. Probably might not sell as well. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> it's, it's all about them dollars, right? Yeah. And with the Mandalorian Season 3 coming, we're going to see not only so many different armors from that show, but even like characters um, like the Armorer, uh, some of the images I've seen, she's got blonde hair coming out the back of her helmet now. Guaranteed we see a reissue of that figure just oh, yeah, with okay. blonde hair hanging out the, he the helmet, right? Like, it's the way she goes. Unfortunately, even I agree this is too soon. Like, I like, I like the concept of reissues for folks that have waited 10 years for a figure and now they might be able to get one. Um, but this, I slept on this figure and I missed it. You snooze, you lose. I looked at the the aftermarket. I was like, mm, I don't think I want to pay even the four or five hundred bucks they're asking for in Canada now for it. So I guess I just missed out. And now that this is back, it's diluted the market on this figure. Now I'm like, well, why would I pay retail now? Now everybody's 100%. got the version one, and we can get a version two. 100%. Now I'm gonna wait to see if this hits bargain bin. Like they've mm -hmm. literally just diluted, in my mind, the the profitability of this release in general for for everybody, Gen one and Gen two, and for like a little plastic shield. Like again, we said it in the chat. Zack's Wonderland would have made a nicer looking shield than this. Like it's not even that great of an accessory piece. I, it's it's not worth it's not worth selling your past version for, and I don't think it's worth paying this at retail at this point. I would wait for the bargain bin on this one. I can't it, wait. Sorry, Marco, go ahead. No, no, go, no. go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no, please go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say, you know, you're always you're always saying at least respect the original release and give us something new or give a reason to update it, like a 2.0. I get a 2.0 is probably a reach in this scenario 
because mm-hmm. you know the tech hasn't evolved that much but at least give us a cool base very very minimal effort and it could have at least distanced itself from the previous release that's the only thing that bothers me i'm okay with them retouching it but give give it a reason to exist and not just this dumb shield but but go ahead john i can't wait until they re-release the original uh trilogy figures i can't wait because you just got out of it it'll be christmas day it'll be freaking christmas day and i think it goes back to that you know wait till they come for you type thing right like a lot of people have those figures they may have paid a lot for them and they might say like well these reissues are good the knife was in the in the original release i think breda yeah the knife was yeah the knife was because he's saying the shield the knife and the waving hand i think the knife was in the so the knife yeah the knife was it's right there yeah that's a bullshit it's another cash grab another two reissues in two weeks yeah i love to see it yeah i think um you know we talked about this just the other day john but i think in some cases perhaps it could be warranted but it's not fun this this is this is this is way too soon way too soon it's not fun anymore that's it you can we can buy them it depends on the type of collector it's just not fun it's not fun it's not fun for, to, if you're getting them for a collectible or for them to increase in value. It's not. It's not going to be that, right? No. It's, no if I, anything, they're going to go down in value, likely for exactly. a while. It doesn't yeah. have to increase in value. It doesn't have to be increase in value. But right, let's not. Let's take value away from this. Let's take value away from. Um, let's take value away from the um, the situation. Let's just talk about the piece let's be frank if you bought if you buy a piece and it's reissued you're gonna look at the original one and be like damn there's a new one out there i want to add the new one I'd, I'd rather have the updated one than the original one am i crazy to say that not if it's no. a straight reissue like this i wouldn't but well like this well still people will always say why would i look at the original one when i can pick up this one i would no? agree I would agree. So, I would say if if you don't care about the shield, though, you know, let's say let's say the original one goes down to like two hundred bucks, right? You could pay two eighty five, you know, plus tax. You're at like what three twenty plus shipping, three fifty. I mean, if you could pick up the original one and you don't care about the shield for two hundred bucks, like, I th- I th- I think there will be some people that would pick it up. But again, it's a loss for the people that have the. Um, the the first version that want to maintain some semblance of value come on um, i think if you take the value out of it it is still fun john i would i would no. argue because i like again if this hits now the bargain bin i will still buy it and i'll still appreciate it in my collection i'm still excited to, to own it i'd still like the figure i think it's badass looking yeah but i don't but, like the fact that they diluted both gen one and now gen two because but of like you said so so but like so, you just said if it hits the bargain bin i can appreciate it yeah because it's a fucking bargain that's right. If, so, but it, so that still makes it fun again, that, I, right? Like that—that that makes it fun. This may be a little selfish, maybe a lot selfish. Whatever. It's how I am. This is how I collect. If everybody can have it, to me, it's not collectible. I can respect that. It's I, not see, collectible. It's—it's th- it's just not. I—I I like something that is. It's. Do I necessarily go and try to uh, do flipping and stuff like that? No. But for me, something that sells out. Or something that, yeah, that's, that's limited, 
that's how I like to collect. That's right, it. John, and, and what I like about Hot Toys is because you can get them. I know I've talked about this in the past, but like I used to be into sneakers. There's certain releases, I mean, similar to the cap where it's like you couldn't even sniff getting it. You thought maybe you could. You press a button and you lose out completely, which is fine every now and then. But for most of these figures, you're going to want to add them to your collection. So, um, yeah, I like it because of the other way. Carlito says, your view of reissues all depends on what side of the fence you're on. On some level, everyone feels at minimum annoyed if a figure they own gets reissued. Um, yeah, it really depends on how you collect. I like getting deals, so if this re-releasing means I get the first one at a stupid low price, for me, that's great. Uh, but that's the kind of collector I am. I know John uh, likes things to be collectible, likes to have uh, products that are limited. I totally respect that as well. And Big Breda uh, is saying, I have the original will not replace for this. I feel like that's what Hot Toys is trying. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're trying to say, okay, people that have that original release, okay, you're 100%. not going to feel too much FOMO because this is pretty much the same thing for the new person that's coming in. Erwin's comment. Erwin's comment, one million percent. Hundred percent, John. Hot Toys used to be special. Yeah. And it's a shame because I feel like there really are like just these nuggets of gold in the Hot Toys lineup. Like Echo and Hunter, blown away. Just completely, like I've owned many Hot Toys and the joy I got specifically with Echo, a character that I you know, didn't think I needed. I, I was just game just to get Hunter, but seeing all the accessories, seeing all the options that they gave you, the portrait, you know, always nice to find a little bit of gold here and there. And I think um, give it a few years though, and the market may heal itself, right? Like obviously we're seeing lower batches, but I think there's so much coming out that not every con- collector can get everything. So there's going to be gaps in collections. And if they, well, I guess they could reissue in the future. So I just uh, came full circle there. Sorry, Zach. Oh. No, it's okay. Um, Hot Toys released their Ahsoka. A bit of a split bag, I think on the groups that I've seen. A lot of people like the portrait. Some people don't. I honestly think that this looks great. I think uh, I think it's it's one of Hot Toys' better portraits. Um, I've heard ramblings that this is supposedly some new uh, compound material that Hot Toys is using for the seamless stuff. I don't necessarily buy into that. I would say it's a good thing that I think the areas that you would stress the most, which are the elbows, uh, they look covered. So um, in theory, maybe if yours rips, you know it's hidden. The shoulders, though, those are always going to be problematic, but I think the muscle tone looks good on this figure. I think the portrait looks good. I think the paint match, at least in the photos that they release between the silicone rubber versus the more firm plastic, I think is quite good. That can be an issue for other companies like TB League in the past. Some of their figures, the tones can be a bit different. Um, I think this looks good. I th- I think my only complaint with this, and, and I understand it would have been difficult uh, but the fact that the lightsabers uh, and all the photos, these are just, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, these are just photoshopped. They uh, do not light up. So that is a bit uh, bit of a disappointment with kind of, you know, the direction that we've been heading with these lightsabers being uh, USB powered. Um, so, yeah, that, that that one is a bit, bit odd for me. But, uh, yeah, I'm curious, Dean, what do you think about this? Okay, Ouch. I've... I have gone on the record and saying I'm not a fan of Rosario Dawson as a Soga. But god damn, this figure looks fucking amazing. I was kind of just like, eh, whatever it is. Well, like, I'm not getting it. I already have Clone Wars Ahsoka. And I started looking at the blogger photos and people posting pics of it. I was like, fuck. 
This looks so good. I have to get, the, I have to own those. It's so good. So good. I love it. I love everything about it. This figure, you, yeah. Um, so the figure looks great. Uh, besides the portrait, I think the portrait's off. Wow. Maybe it's my eyes, but people saying ten out of ten, I wouldn't give this a six and a half out of ten. Really? Oh, look at the <laughs> wow. look at the side by side in front of us. Look at those cheekbones. Not only that, but the paint is... is wrong. It's not Ahsoka. It's not Rosario, and yet it's not Rosario here in front of us. And look at her neck. Do you see the her outfit on the right compared to on the left? The neck's covered. What what are we looking at there? Yeah, the fabric doesn't go as high the on fabric. the uh, Hot Toys version. Well, which uh, Dean? Which paint are we talking about here? Uh, sorry, you're on mute. Oh, uh, I, right I think at, I see what you're saying now. Right at the yeah. eyebrows, and then on the other yeah. side, on the outside of the eyebrows is off too. That's not Ahsoka, guys. I, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. it's not Ahsoka. The the face is too, the jawline is too like she's closer to the Godfather than Ahsoka. <laughs> the jawline's Christ. too out, oh, too thick here. And the cheekbones uh, are protruding. We have the photos right in front of us. Look at the photos. Am I am I losing it? No. No, no, John. I, I think 6.5 is a little low, though. Bo-Katan. Oh, oh a little low. Okay. Yeah. Bo-Katan. No, I, I do agree, though, that it's not it's not spot on, for sure. That's my big issue with the figure as well, because I think everything else looks great. Honestly, it shouldn't be a DX, but, you know, that, that has no meaning at this point. But, yeah, I wow. think overall the design of the costume her appearance yeah. in the mandalorian was great but the sculpt is just a little bit off so i'm with you but i would give it more like a seven and a half to eight instead of a six and a half so splitting hairs there but what do you think ben it's by far the best grogu we've received in my opinion oh. he, he waves and everything i think it's cute he's Look got a little seamless point. arms um oh, there's I, a lot of I, seams there little extra seams yes um i i like this figure more than uh, you guys, uh, clearly. I've always said anytime you put a side-by-side of a real person's face beside a figure, it is very rare that they look like a perfect likeness. I agree, John. There are some tweaks, though, that they should have made here. There's some there's some things that are pretty obvious, like with the makeup. I also think that Rosario has an intensity to her eyes that the figure just doesn't necessarily capture. However, mm. I think if she was on the shelf... Uh, with your display, I think it would definitely still look like Rosario Dawson. So for that, I would give it closer to an 8 out of 10 if I were to rate it. Uh, On the other hand, um, I do like that this figure, while seamless, has the wraps at the arms. So if there's going to be any breakages that ever happen with this body, you're going to see it at the shoulders at least, not at the elbows. At least you can make her a little bit more poseable. And again, this is from Mando Season 2. We are, like she's going to get her own show. We were just talking about how Mandalorian is one of the most profitable Star Wars franchises for Disney. There is absolutely no way this is going to be the only Ahsoka Rosario 100%. that we get. Is she really getting her own show? She's mm-hmm. getting her own show. So yes, going after so it's coming out this year. Yeah. They set it up. They set it up. Yeah. Oh, so I like the for shit, the bro, for the I'm people so feeling tired of this character. People are feeling the heat right now because they're like, oh, no, it's already blue screen on Sideshow. It's already like it's already going to sell out. Like, even if it does, you'll be okay. There'll be other versions. Unless you're a completionist collector and you have to have every version, I think, you know, the very first season of her own show, we're going to get a new banger outfit and that's going to be the the new chase. So, 
don't necessarily spend your money unless you absolutely love this character or you see the likeness. It's not mm-hmm. worth it otherwise. On the secondary right now, you'll lose your money if you try and sell it after the fact. I, w- I want to sneak in a few things, uh, Zach. Hey, John, Star Wars Universe. Really yeah, Star Wars Universe says if you get an actual screenshot from the series, you'll see that the oh, neck area yeah. is screen accurate. Do the poster. Right oh, yeah, if you can do that. Perfect. I think I think he is correct. It does have that sort of like two layer look to it so just I, two I wasn't necessarily too worried about the clothing i was more the portrait is where this photo came but i'm gonna read doc's comment as well because I, I agree with exactly with what he's saying he says it doesn't look like rosario to me but if i'm looking as uh, i'm looking at it as a star wars character i can see it that is why i'm waiting for her show variant she's a, that's what i mean like when you look at the figure you know who it is the problem is is we're buying hot toys because we want it realistic to the movie we want the portrait to look as close to the actress as possible or the actor as possible that's why we're buying movie pieces so yeah the 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 anatomy the tailoring is great to have but i think the most important is the portrait if i want represent how much was this going for zach 315 for the deluxe and is it 285 for the yeah so let's talk about this real quick so the neck is not like it is on the show if you look around the the wrapping around the neck, it's almost like a scarf. It's not skin. That looks like skin with some sort no, of... I, I think that's just the lighting. It's, it's, I think that's like the brown yeah, leather. Yeah, it's, it's like it? a leather material. Okay. Yeah. That looks exactly like a skin color. But um, portrait-wise, no. Like even here, this is not her. Sideshow just did a premium format statue. The likeness, the that Rainer on box yesterday, that likeness is like... Come that on. likeness is that's actually one of Sideshow's better portraits. At six hundred and what was it? Ninety, I think. That's a lot of something money. like that. But not to the not at the point is I get I'm getting a little I got a little frustrated because you hear people in the community ten out of ten this portrait. It it's just so far off. I did see a lot of that, John, and I was a little bit blown away, like oh, I'm not seeing ten out of ten. Not sure. even close. Now this know. is good. I appreciate Hot Toys doing this because like before Mando and stuff, you got no Ahsoka product whatsoever, hundred like percent, nothing. And now Mando's allowed us to get that representation of the collection of Ahsoka, which is great. And the, look, the fabrics used, the tailoring, the base, everything here looks fantastic to the show. But I can't support it if the portrait's not there because that's what I'm really paying for is that portrait. I need, I need yeah. it to look like Ahsoka. And I'm not saying this is going to happen, John, but I wouldn't be shocked if this is one that, as it got in hand of a lot of collectors, people are like, oh, no, it actually looks way better. And you see some, For sure. you know, like 4K like shots of it. And you're like, oh, actually, this is kind of like Ray, where she looks way better at or, certain angles. Or Catan. That happened with Catan. That, yeah, exactly. They fixed that yeah. up nicely. She looks really yep. good right here on the left. Like, that one's a yeah, lot Yeah, on the left, this there. was the photo that sold it to me in my head where I'm like, damn, this looks fucking good. And then, Dean, you posted a photo. I don't know if you posted it or you shared it in one of the chats. But where you saw the yeah. base, yeah, that that shit looks fucking yeah. I was incredible. in the chat, but I I totally get what John's saying. Um, in fact, I would say almost comparing these photos, I think the Leku need to be a little bit more like bluish gray instead of a, like almost like a bone white. Um, certainly issues with the makeup application as well, but yeah. Um, and this is just us judging off the photos. In hand, it could be so much better. So. No, you, no. you got to have, pay, I guess, a little bit of patience and, and see. It's not one I'm, I'm going to run to pre-order. I'd rather wait. I'd rather wait. Yeah. This. And this is also, just for the record, this is a released figure. So uh, if you do want to pre-order it, your your time to do so is, you know, probably getting towards the end there. Um, 
Ben, have you uh, given a shot at this one yet? Forgive me. Yep. Okay, there we go. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, Rainer's Rarities. If you're looking for a Black Series, Marvel Legends, or other collectibles, come on down to Rainer's Rarities and Collectibles. Uh, we buy collections and love to talk all things geek and nerdy. Rainer's Rarities is located at Traders Village, San Antonio, Stall 1309. Their grand opening is March 4th, which I believe is this weekend, and will feature 10% off for military first responders, teachers, and collecting weekly listeners. Uh, they... Um, they have uh, a great uh, level of customer service from Rainer. They can find whatever you need. So if you're uh, in San Antonio or in the U.S., uh, hit them up, Rainer's Rarities and Collectibles. Uh, we also want to shout out uh, 1-6 Kit. We touched on them earlier. $10 off your next purchase, uh, your first purchase, rather, on 1-6 Kit using code CW10, the digits 10. And uh, on Off the Racks Collectibles, you can get $15 off any $100 purchase with code CW. Uh, that can be used multiple times, though for pre-orders, uh, it is taken off the final payment, not the deposit. So, save you guys a little bit of money if you are buying from any of these fine people. Uh, so, our topic of tonight um, is double dipping. And I want to know, what do you guys think? So, it seems like license holders lately have been... Um, offering up licenses to multiple companies. We saw it most recently with Jazz Inc. Dioramas. Uh, they had the 1989 uh, uh, Batmobile that is officially licensed by Warner Brothers. Uh, Hot Toys announced their reissue remake last week. Uh, we've seen it with um, the Batman, again, by Warner Brothers. We've seen it with Inart having a license for uh, Lord of the Rings characters, while Asmus has that same license. And we've spoken many times, licenses can be divided for any number of reasons, price point, scale, uh, region, uh, etc. And so I'm curious um, if you guys think that this is a good thing, a bad thing, maybe in some ways that you can think that it could be good, or other ways you think it could be bad. Um, I remember <clears throat> we did an interview years ago with Chronicle Collectibles, and um, we, we interviewed... The company's defunct, so I don't know that it really matters. She was like the CEO or the CFO or like the ABC, some some ABC. higher up in the company, and and she had said that it really stressed their company out because they had basically been told one thing: they were the global license holder for the Jurassic Park license and statues, and then all of a sudden, Iron Studios stuff started coming out of nowhere. Prime One started making Jurassic Park statues, and they basically found out after the fact that the license that they had was changed from a worldwide license uh, to a license just covering the United States. Iron Studios had South America. Prime One had the Asian market. Uh, not only that, but they were then kind of asked to facilitate those U.S. transactions before Sideshow stepped in. And they said it, it was a huge headache for them because a lot of the products that they wanted to make, now they had direct competition in that scale and in that price point. Uh, a lot of things that... that uh, it basically caused a lot of problems for them, and I'm not using that as an excuse for why they closed down, but it, it certainly did stress them out in off-stream. They had mentioned some other things relating to that and how, how stressful that situation was. Uh, I know being in Jazz's Facebook group, you know, whenever uh, a, a competing product comes out, you know, it can be quite stressful for them. Uh, you know, they've mentioned <clears throat> mass cancellations. Uh, this wasn't necessarily a double dip on the license, but when... Um, their vulture you know they have been soliciting that when other companies started releasing 
uh, third party as well, Vultures. Uh, you know, they had some cancellations, and it was, you know, something that they weren't expecting. Uh, but uh, I'm curious. I, th- I think it's great that collectors can have choices. Don't get me wrong. I think at the end of at the end of the day, I think we as collectors uh, really benefit the most out of this. But uh, I'm curious what you guys think about this, and maybe if you guys have other examples of licenses, figures, etc., that have been double dipped in a similar scale. Yeah, I think for collectors, it's always a good thing, right? The more places to buy, uh, the better. Um, you get to pick and choose. If you don't like the way one company does something, or maybe you don't like the sculpt on that thing, and this one's better, yeah, you get to vote with your wallet. I think that's great. Honestly, I know it might sound kind of shitty. I don't really give a shit if it stresses a company out. That's their problem, not mine. Um, if you're stressed, uh, you know, get better, right? Like, it happens to us all the time, right? Like, we want to put out the best show possible, and if we're over here stressing about it, like, you know, that's our it's our responsibility to step it up and, and be a better show. Yeah, because get the end better of the equipment. Yeah, there's always going to be another show. Right. Pay for an updated subscription for StreamYard so we don't have we could use our own logos, our own sounds, whatever. Like that's our responsibility, not the not the listeners, you know. So like I just don't give a shit if a company is like, oh, don't buy their stuff, buy buy my stuff. It's like, give me a reason to, and I'll do it, you know. So yeah, I, I think it's a net positive to have options. Spoken like a true American. 100%. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, these companies are sucking the money and taking the nice profits and milking us dry. Uh, perfect analogy, I think, uh, is in The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Where Joker cracks the pool stick and throws it in the in the middle so the guy's the final one lives. That's how the companies are. Give them the sense. licenses, and the best product gets bought. End of story. Oh, wow, that really was the end of story. That was a mic drop. Holy cow. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I completely agree with Dean. Now, I do feel, you know, bad. If it's like a mom and pop that, you know, have thin margins, but I'm assuming those companies probably don't have the larger licenses anyways. That might be most likely to be split apart. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about collectors having options. I know damn well if Star Ace had competition for those boys' figures, they would not be coming out looking like ass like they are. Yes. And they have competition in the, in the third party and they still don't care. But if it was a you know a fellow competing larger license holding company, I know for a fact we would be getting better figures. So it's always going to be a good thing for the collectors. Um, you know, we see with the DeLorean, right? There was at least murmurs of InArt doing one and, you know, Jazz Inc. potentially doing one. And I think that that had a direct correlation on Hot Toys. Like, okay, we're going to fix some of the stuff with the prototype that folks had an issue with. Um, So I think that that ended up with a better product. And from everything I've seen, that DeLorean looks beautiful. And I absolutely cannot wait to get it. And, you know, we always talk about um, Madden, right? I think that's one that I bring up all the time that they've had, you know, just domination in the market, right? And the product has continued to get worse. And I just read an article recently from an insider. Now, I guess take, take this with a grain of salt, but 2K is going to be releasing a competing NFL game. Now, it's not going to be simulation, but they're going to be re-entering the market. And EA has kind of put out you know, the word to their, to their folks like, hey, this is our make or break year right now. Either we 
improve or you know we're gonna have to re-scrap everything so that competition is always going to be good and like dean was saying at the end of the day i'm caring about myself as a collector and i'm always going to want that competition so split the license as many ways as you possibly can um, and, and give me options to buy the most superior product at the at the best value for my budget basically but then I would almost feel like I would be stricken with paralysis by analysis, like you've always said, because yeah. then I know that there's going to be multiple options. Okay. So if I buy one, I actually finally commit and I spend the mm -hmm. money, and then the next one comes out and it's better, that is going to piss me off as a collector what? even worse. Sounds like a reissue. Sounds like a reissue, <laughs> How right? How dare you? On yeah, the, but, but, I'm, but, I'm so, but I'm split on the decision or on what I'm saying as well because I also agree that without competition you get figures like the Hot Toys Batman Begins where everybody wanted them to improve that figure and then they didn't. And now if nobody else makes it, it's like that's the best, that is the best you're yeah. going to get. The boys' yeah. figures were a great example, Marco, because you're 100% right. Third-party companies have no business doing those figures better justice than a licensed company. That license should have been pulled from them so quick. Like, it, it's ridiculous. So I do think that it's good for collectors. I don't think it's necessarily good for our wallets if there's too much competition. Because then I think we would feel stuck on what one to buy, just like we did with Hot Toys Batman, The Batman, as and in our The Batman. We mm -hmm. were comparing direct side by side comparisons and trying to decide if we should spend an extra two hundred bucks or not, or like yeah. why should and it was stressful. But yeah. it was but it was kind of cool because once you finally make the decision, hopefully you're gonna be happy with that that choice. But I think I think at that point it should also be up to the companies to help you make that decision it's like you gotta get your shit out there fast because yeah, i'm gonna fucking buy true. a thing good and price if you're fucking speed, dragging your fucking feet on quality. making this product i'll buy someone else's the only other i think the batman was a perfect sorry, sorry ben just really quickly the batman was a perfect example and also this 89 batmobile where it's like there's a premium offering and an ultra premium offering and then you get to decide and yes it's stressful but it's kind of exciting but go ahead but that also confused me a little bit because with Jazz Inc. saying theirs was more accurate and Hot Toys is saying theirs is accurate, whose is accurate? Do they not both receive the plans? Is it just Hot Toys saying it's accurate? But like, how could they prove it? How could anybody prove it anyways? Like, like it becomes confusing, especially for new collectors. But the only other concern I would have is if companies start to get spread thin based on their licensing, they're going to only choose the most profitable options. Right, the the Mandos, the Batmans, the Supermans, the figures people are already saying from in art, like, hey, how come you guys aren't making something different? Why are you going back to the like to the well to to compete with Hot Toys? Like, why not make something new? And it's because that's where a lot of the money is. And I'd be worried that that dilution of of the figure market and having that much competition might actually mean that the risk is too high to to buy or to to make figures like that riddler like is hot toys going to make that riddler mm. hell no not if they have to compete with all these other ones and still make the money to stay uh top of their cool. game to to your point um i think the batman was a great example and where what's perfect about this scenario is the fact that if who knows that if in art wasn't in the game would hot toys have gone back and tweaked that portrait yeah, to true. give us that better portrait right. we don't know in regards to uh you just made another point that I wanted to touch on, and I forgot. What was the last point you just said? The Riddler. Like, if they would, would they no, have made a that? Mm. Oh, if there's too many, 
if there's too many of if there's too many if there's too much competition, are they going to make one-off figures or are they only going to make oh the strongest yeah. contenders? I remember you saying, well, "Why would NR go after Hot Toys previous figures?" Because that's how you decapitate the company. You go back, you do their you do the figures that they did that everyone thought was the best rendition of the character, and you do it better. I for example, for I example, uh, what's that clown? It. What's his name? There's two clowns. Pennywise. Pennywise, Pennywise. And the Joker. <laughs> you see how Inert showed the Pennywise? Everybody, many, a lot of people started getting rid of the Hot Toys one. That's how you kind of get, you undercut the company. That Hot Toys and, one was just 25% off on Sideshow the last week. So. Yeah, and you have to wait Car- a lifetime to get it. Carlito says the accuracy in the 89 Batman, or uh, Batmobile rather, is subjective with the different versions of the car that were made during the production of the films. They weren't all identical. Um, this is a uh, an interesting question here. Alvin says no brand or store loyalty. Mm. I would say to a point, right? I certainly like to shop at uh, my preferred stores, but I'm also not going to spend a hundred dollars more to like have store loyalty. You know, there's there's a point where I think I, I I become a little less loyal. You know, if the store's not willing to work with me and there's a competing store that can give me a better price, then yeah, I would say certainly, uh, you know, the loyalty only goes for a certain a certain distance for me. Uh, and then brand loyalty, I don't think Howard loses any sleep about my decisions. So, you know, I don't have particular brand loyalty. Um, and I think, I think, I think composition is good. I mean, like Dean said, like we continue to improve our show as much as we can, you know, buying better equipment, buying better cameras, you know, buying more figures, bringing in, uh, yeah, right. recruiting talent, recruiting ben talent, poster, helping you know helping grow our sort of network of of collector friends uh who also make content uh and then building up our own network if you want to see how bad cw is without competition listen to like the first 10 episodes it's pretty bad but again there wasn't competition at that time we didn't have to be better yeah you guys didn't even wear pants back then like you guys are at least like getting shirt well i'm sure cocking it right now who wears pants (laughs) oh i I didn't get the memo like i had to drive across town to go record a show what do you mean well, you took them off when you got there. Oh, that's, true. Um, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 I think that's a. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. I think that's a good discussion for now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think I think all great points made. Tankaichi says, "Inart is uh, from what country? Uh, I believe what Hong Kong. China is where they are. Uh, China. China, China, Hong Kong, mainland China. Oh, mainland China. There you go. Um, of course, there is a difference. Yeah, Zach. I, I was just gonna say. Uh, about brand loyalty i also have no fucking store loyalty really you You don't i mean i love a mom and pop and i'll support them but bro if i'm getting fucked on a price you know i can only deal with so much before i go somewhere else you know what i mean yeah they didn't buy you dinner first (laughs) yeah it's like yeah and i felt i felt kind of kind of weird like i was looking at the statue i don't know if i'm gonna go through the purchase but you know i hit up a bunch of retailers like hey what's what's the best price you can do on this for me got some prices none that were like baby let's go prices so i held off and you know certainly some some prices were better than others and some companies never got back to me if they could even even get the piece and that was kind of disappointing but um yeah i mean that's that's money out of their pocket you know if they're not willing to do that work um let's uh let's move on to uh a hot seat 25 dollars on the line a minute Ooh. unrestricted one minute 
talking on the next show. Dean, the Dream Martin, you lead us with four points. Uh, John with two points, Marco with three points, Ben with three points. Our trivia tonight is a little bit of a short show, uh, at least on paper, not so yeah, much now. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we have two, we have two uh, columns now. Look at that. We have two columns. And uh, Dean, you can lead us off now. Uh, let me let me just situate a few things before we get started. So parts trivia. I think we had a lot of great feedback from parts trivia. I mentioned before the show. I will need to know a little bit more specifics on the figure. You know, if it's a if it's this type of character from this movie, try to be a little bit specific. I won't ding you for being too specific. Um, so we have five questions there. Five questions in '80s movie trivia in a final ox pretty which, you know, obviously that'll be right at the end. Um, we're going to use the private chat, so I'm going to write the word line. Smart man. You guys uh, learned that from John? Yep. Please chime in there. And uh, I, I will say this, when you, when you press that button, if you are not answering as soon as I call on you, you lose the points. Any button? Yeah, I don't care. Just put whatever you want. Okay. That's how it works in Jeopardy, right? If you if you click in and you don't answer, you lose the points. You like, get like yeah, three right. seconds. No, I don't think that's as long as right you away. don't give an answer on Jeopardy, I don't think you lose points. No, no. Really. Like if you, if, if you, I say if I say yeah. uh, Zach three hundred, you read the question. I don't answer. Somebody, I say Zach three hundred. I got someone has to still buzzer in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying if if Dean buzzes and he gets it wrong, he loses the points. Oh, he loses yeah. the points. John, but if I don't. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah. nobody answers, nobody, it, nobody correct. Loses okay, perfect. But also, perfect, if Dean perfect. is the first one to pick it and he doesn't get it, in no. Jeopardy, it would be minus points. But I don't no. think that's how we're playing here. No, no, nobody loses. If, yeah, I don't think you lose. You yeah, got a buzzer in still. We'll have to re- we'll have to do more homework. Uh, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. Right. Let's go for it. I don't even know if I have. Do your homework. A little Wowzer. bit of a blast from the past there. Oh. Um, so it. again, private chat, gentlemen's. Uh, Oh, Alvin J says no answer means loss of points. Uh, private chat, again, after the line, be ready to answer. Uh, Dean the Dream Martin, you're kicking us off. Now, if no one answers correctly, Dean will go again. And, yeah. you know, we're, we'll play like Jeopardy. So if Marco gets the question, he gets to pick the next question until he gets it wrong. Uh, Dean, uh, they're asking, how is Dean in first? Has he finished a hot seat question? <laughs> it's because last week when we did the poll where everyone had to say a nice thing, he won that poll. So, uh, Dean... Uh, the floor How is dare yours. you? In other words, How it's fixed. Dare you, community members? Uh, yeah, let's go. Eighties movie trivia for four hundred. Eighties movie trivia for four hundred. What is the name of the stolen Imperial shuttle that Han Solo and company use to infiltrate the forest moon of Endor in Return of the Jedi? Oh, fuck, and again, that? we're looking for the not the ship type, but the name given in the film. Damn. Oh man, I fucking know this. And I'm gonna play this music here until someone either answers or doesn't you're already you're already past the time no he hasn't beeped in yet no one's beeped in yet yeah exactly so you throw the question away no anyone can answer that's what yeah but you throw show. the question away because if the you don't whatever okay okay so no one's gonna chime in there so dean no idea uh let's reveal the correct Fuck, I knew it. I that's a four hundred dollar question. I'm not answering asking for the five hundred, that's for sure. That's what tough. the that's that was hard. I would have said they Tylenol. Like, I think they say it like twice in the movie. Yeah, uh Dean, your pick. Wow. It's been a while. Uh parts trivia two hundred? Parts trivia two hundred. Oh, let me go to the other slide, sorry. I was gonna do it in the uh in the thing oh, and it I'm let nervous. Me do it really. 
Parts Trivia 200. And again, remember, you have the private chat on your right. Parts Trivia 200. Which Hot Toys figure is this from? Uh, 1002 Dean uh, buttoned in first. Uh, Deadpool 2? That is correct. 200 points for Dean. That's a good uh, one. Up to 600. Uh, let's go back to the board here. Just bear with me because I'm going to be switching back and forth on these tabs. Accessory. Let me do a, a line there. Uh, new line. Uh, Dean, the, the pick is yours. <laughs> um, parts Trivia 300? Parts Trivia 300. Let me go to my slides here. Parts Trivia 300. Uh, again, I have the line there in the chat for you guys. Parts Trivia 300. Oh. Oh my. Jeez. This is not difficult. <laughs> this is uh, not Dean difficult. chimed in. Uh, Space Trooper? Space Trooper's correct. We talked about this on the yeah. reissue. We showed this Dean off on the reissue. Dean eating our lunch today. Wow. Uh, Dean month. with uh, 300. Let me just... Uh... Friendships are over. Friendships are ending tonight. Dean with 300. That Dean's sweating. I Dean's like, I see Dean thinking to himself. He's like, yeah, I fucking got it good. <laughs> uh, Dean, I go ahead. I usually do pretty bad, so... He usually does poorly. <laughs> uh... uh Go 500, Dean. Just do it. <laughs> Put yeah, that baby out of reach. Answer. Yeah. Uh, no, let's do the 80s movie. Uh, 80s movie trivia 100. 80s movie trivia 100. Again, I put the line in the private chat. What chemical element was used to power the first version of the DeLorean time machine? John uh, uh, chimed in first. Don't know that. Uh, the first one? The first one, yes. What was used to f- the first one? Isn't there... Uh, plutonium, is... plutonium, plutonium. Oh, you cut it close, John. Uh, oh, that is correct. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because then all I remember is in the second one he put a banana peel. So yeah, I have to you got to you got to be a little quicker on that. Sorry. One. Okay. No, no, it's okay. The, the pick is yours, John. Uh, let's go. Parts trivia five hundred. Parts trivia five hundred. Why do I keep doing that? God damn it! <laughs> there was an option. It was like add your photo, and then it. Uh... Here we go. Parts trivia five hundred. Parts Trivia 500 coming your way. I'm like now. sweating. Damn it. Uh, John. That this is-, is from the uh, Iron Man, Iron Man 3 figure. <coughs> okay. Can you be a little bit more specific for me? I don't know the mark number, but I know it's the one where I know the, the mark with the gold and the red and the boot up. This is where he's booting up the suit with the little kid. That's pretty descriptive. That's that's close. (laughs) Chat, let me know if that's that's good enough. Oh come on, that's it's the one where he's in the shed with the kid in the movie, and he has to boot up the suit. I don't know the mark number. I don't know the mark number. I feel like that's pretty. That's pretty damn good. He he got about as close. Okay, yeah, I'll give it to you. It's the uh, Mark Forty Two Workshop. I'll give you that. Forty Two Workshop. Okay, Workshop. Five hundred to John. I love you guys. You guys puts you at eight hundred. John, the pick is yours. That was the one before the show. I was like, you, you may need to be a little bit specific. Uh, I think that's the only one that that requires. I'm just curious to see who's on the chat who's going to be on the hit right. list. Same Ben. <laughs> like, who's on the shit list? Uh, John, go ahead and take your pick, please. And I will I'll go uh, in the private chat. 80s trivia 500. 80s trivia 500. And coming to America, what is the difference between the Big Mac and the Big Mike? Big Mick. Big Mick. I'm sorry, uh, Marco. Was that a chime in on yours? Yeah, that was. 
Okay. Um, so, so it's the bun, right? Theirs has sesame seeds and the big mick. That, that's it, right? Yeah, there you go. Look at that, Marco. Good job, buddy. Oh, what a guy. Good job. The buns have seeds. My buns have no seeds. That's awesome. That's a good wow, one, Marco. Wow, that's hilarious. Uh, Marco, that the was... pick is yours. All right, let's go movie trivia, 80s movie trivia for 300. 80s movie trivia 300. What is the name of the colony on LV-426 Jeez, in the 1986 no movie Aliens? Oh, fuck. I'm put a line there in the private chat. These questions are, like, tough, man. Five... All right, let's uh, let's see what the answer to that one was. Hadley's Hope. Uh, Marco, it is your pick still. That question right, had no 200 on that one. 280s movie trivia? Uh, yes, please. Sundown, Jester, Hollywood, and Wolfman are nicknames of aviators in what 1986 movie? No idea. Marco. Oh, uh, Top Gun? That is correct. Damn Top it. Gun, they, uh, was I wanted to guess it, but I was points. like, I didn't think that would have been a safe I guess for sure. Right. All yeah. right. We have uh, parts trivia for 100, parts trivia 400. Marco, take your pick. Let's go uh, parts for 400. Wow. Parts for 400. Uh, 400 is. Actually, let me put a new line there in the private chat. It's you. stressful playing. Like, we do this on Club. I always do the game. When you play, it's <laughs> stressful as shit. It is, right? Parts trivia 400. What? This comes with a hot toy? Comes with a hot toy. This comes with a hot toy. Yep. Uh oh, Ben Thomas with the like comeback. Ben Thomas? I mean I'm it's a Hail Mary, but I'm gonna say Jack Sparrow. No. That is incorrect. Damn it. <laughs> which one is that? Which, which that was looks... this uh four hundred? Four hundred, yeah. That looks this is a hot elvish? toy. Uh yeah. I'm gonna call it there. This is the Hot Toys Grindelwald. Damn, I was close. Yeah, I was going to say... I would have uh, never like, gone that. It could be a pirate skull. What's his name? The, other, the good guy from the... Okay, let me, uh, let me make a new line here. Uh, we have parts trivia 100, then final Oxfordy. Uh, 100 is... Here we go. This one should be easy. Uh, Dean chimed in first. That's easy. DXS7, Bespin Luke. Yep, that's the tourniquet yeah, for the uh, exactly. yeah. severed arm. Yeah. Okay, so let me mustard, man. let me pull up uh, if Ooh. you guys have your uh, your phones or a writing device, anything like that. Give you guys just a second here. I need to tabulate some scores. Currently, Dean is at a thousand. Marco is at eight hundred. Or excuse me, Dean is at a thousand. John is at eight hundred. Marco at a thousand. Ben is at negative one hundred. But we're gonna have fun. Anyways. I think it should be Nick. Oh yeah, his name. We're good. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, so let me know when you guys are ready. And again, gentlemen's agreement. Keep it off the chat, please. So I have to send you how much we're, I want to bid, right? Uh, yeah, so you'll be writing uh, your answer to the question, or no answer, and the amount that you want to bid. Wait. So let me know when you guys are ready to go. We have to send you the how much we want to bid before we get the question, no? No, you you get the question. Oh, right. you get it first? Yeah, okay. you, it's all together. Okay, okay so remember, guys, gentlemen's agreement, no Googling, please. Yeah. Uh, chat seems to really like this uh this thing and Tenkaichi says this is the smoke drink from Grindelwald. Uh, here we go for five hundred. Let me pull there up the uh, the final ox. Jack Sparrow. Nobody in the chat give the answers for this one. Yeah, yeah, please, please, please. What is the name of the hotel in the nineteen eighty film The Shining, Ooh. starring Jack oh. Nicholson? Oh. Again, what is the name of the hotel? Oh, man, I this know is not that, where too. they shot it, but what it's called in the movie. Oh, now, I'm gonna give you guys thirty seconds. This was a movie of the week too. It was. 
let that go for a bit. Again, you can you can bid zero dollars, so you, you're not under any pressure. Is the real life name different than the movie name? That I don't know. I don't think I don't it know. is. If you watch Tested, it's been on mentioned on quite a bit. Mm. You guys are turning the corner here, so be sure to get those answers in quickly. Do we DM you or we just write it down on our phone? Yeah, just write it down. I'll give you guys a few more seconds because I was... We'll do one more cycle of the audio. Wow, look at this. The people like the the questions this week. 10 out of 10 for Oxfordy. Yeah, it's a fun game. One Six Shooter says it's different. Yeah. Uh, So get your answers in quickly, please. And gentlemen's agreement, no Googling. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I knew it was Castle Grayskull. All right. <laughs> Dean the Dream Martin. What is your answer? What is your bid? I was... Uh, no bid, no Zero, idea. no idea. Okay. Yeah. Ben, what is your I'd answer? I'd also put zero. Uh, I had no idea. All right. Marco, what is your bid and what is your answer? So I wrote down, damn, I just rewatched Ready Player One, but I have no fucking clue in zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh uh, John, what is? I'm at zero as well. I didn't put anything. Okay, I messaged so, you. I thought you so we, okay, so we have a tie. Give me, give me two seconds. I'm gonna get a tiebreaker question for you guys. Uh-oh. Would you like parts or parts. Uh, between Dean and Marco or trivia? Give me trivia, baby. <laughs> Dean's smoking me on the parts, but yeah, it, it's dealer's trivia. choice, obviously. Trivia. Okay, let me. Uh, let me uh, give me one second. What was the name of the hotel, by the way? Now it's going to bug me. Oh, the Overlook Hotel. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, Samson, we'll, we overlooked that question. Bob okay, Dylan got it. How about Dean go. and I just say something nice about each other and whoever... Oh, no, we don't do that kumbaya <laughs> shit over here. That's not bad. Okay, I'm going to ask one question. No words. Uh, private chat your, uh, when you're ready. Uh, new line. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to formulate this question. What is the name of the communication device that E.T. uses in E.T.? I don't think I've ever watched E.T. If not, I'll go to a backup. Go to the backup. Go to the backup. Isn't that his finger? A telephone? Isn't his finger? Oh, it's It's a speak and spell. There you go. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's, I never let's watched talk, ET. Let's talk 1989 <laughs> Batman, and we'll come back to the finale. I'll, I'll pull up. Right, a, perfect, perfect. Pull up a figure here. Um, Fuck Dan. Uh, yeah. Sorry, we've never had a tie before. I didn't. Zach's I worse didn't, than Fire Trebek, man. With these questions. Jesus Christ! Uh, no don't say that. Uh, you guys, Howard won't even know. Warner Brothers. Uh, there is new Lord of the Rings movies in the work. There. Um, let's just blow through these quickly. It's it's neat. I just hope that they don't stick with the trilogy. Oh, like they have question. to have everything as a trilogy. You know, I thought you were gonna hate this news. Also, just just like, how, like don't do what Star Wars does. Like, don't have it connected to anything in particular. Just do your own fucking thing. It's not gonna be Frodo and Gandalf after they take off. Yeah, yeah it's like don't have it like oh it's Gandalf's Jesus. cousin or what. It's just like hey, just have some Sandals. orcs and some fucking yeah. It's like. Please, for the love of God. Just no, they have to come out and say the ring wasn't actually destroyed. It's yeah. all from scratch. Somehow the ring returned. So now it's Sam's daughter and, uh, well. Yeah, it's like, dude, just give me some knights and some orcs and elvish fighters and 
please. For the What's going on, God. Shane? No, don't bring Elvis back, please. I uh, I have my tiebreaker. Nobody we'll got do the this joke. before 1989, Batman. Wow. Uh, just just shout your name as loud as you can, I guess, Dean and Marco. Wow, that's loud. We'll, we'll skip okay. the private chat. This is uh, Hot Toys figure trivia. What figure is this from? Oh, boy. Marco. Dean. Marco went first. Oh, that was close. Ooh. Heard Marco. In my mind's eye, I think Marco started just a touch earlier. I heard Marco first. Marco, what do you got? This is from Star-Lord from Infinity War. By George, he's done it. Congratulations, Marco. I thought they did the frog lady from Mandalorian. That was a little bit my guess. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Egg babies, yes. (laughs) Dean, we still... You still did great this... this, uh, You did great. Uh, Let's... uh, We still love you, Dean. Like, we're not gonna... We do. No, I was robbed. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had a fucking Recap. spinning wheel for half that time, but it's fine. A spinning wheel? What is? What is it? Like whenever mean? you pull up the logo or like on the stream, like it spins. Damn, well, that's, a, that's an internet problem. Um, having that's witnessed, like it doesn't work. I'm sorry. Having witnessed his parents' brutal murder as a oh. child, millionaire philanthropist Bruce Wayne fights crime in Gotham City disguised as Batman, a costumed hero who strikes fear into the hearts of villains. But when a deformed madman who calls himself the Joker seizes control of Gotham's criminal underworld, Batman must face his most ruthless nemesis ever while protecting both his identity and his love interest reporter Vicky Vale. I uh, I like this movie. I really like the Burton films. I think Tim Burton's such a, a great director. A lot of emphasis on the costumes and the prosthetics. Uh, th- this is... You know, I struggled to really say that this is... That's controversial. I think a lot of people, for a lot of people, this is their Batman. And I still think for me, you know, because of when I grew up and, and the films that I watched growing up, I still think Christian Bale is is my Batman. And that's taking absolutely nothing away from Michael Keaton as Batman. I think, I think he's an incredible Batman. I think the gadgets, the gizmos, the Batmobile, you know, everything in this movie, absolutely fantastic. Iconic cowl, a great chin for the cowl. Uh, this is a great movie. Um, you know, we've we've watched quite a few of them for movie of the week, and and this this one's up there with some of the best. Um, I certainly think that the the Nolan trilogy is a better film, but I would say this is a better movie if that makes sense. Like this is more enjoyable. You can just kind of put this one on, turn your brain off. I think the Nolan ones there's like big set pieces, big you know big story, a lot of stakes. You know this 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 is a good movie. I love this film. Nine out of ten for me. Nearing yeah. nearing perfect oh. ten out of ten. This is a fantastic. Wow. It's, it's a I good did, movie, and I, I like went... it. I like it more. Sorry, dude. I didn't. I I hadn't really taken it that seriously, but Manny, whose birthday is today, happy birthday, Manny. Happy birthday, Manny. Oh yeah, big Everybody. big fan of Michael Keaton. This is. I mean, he would always, you know, we would do CW. He was always picking up Batman stuff always telling us like dude michael keaton's the guy like he is my batman uh and and that's what got me uh to to revisit these films in the past and then again you know for this show so um great movie great memories with manny for this one so go ahead sorry yeah it's i wouldn't put it anywhere near perfect but it's good it's a little campy but like 
in a good way where i think like the the one with two-face and and uh the riddler are campy and like a on purpose kind of doesn't take itself too serious kind of way this movie's campy and like a on accident does take itself serious kind of way and it just has a different tone to it that I enjoyed a little bit more because I really had almost no fun watching the other movies. This one's a little bit more enjoyable. Um, but goddamn, eighty nine was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, you really feel that when you're watching it. You're just like God, how damn, this dare is. you? <laughs> yeah, because this no. is like when I was born, right? So. 34 years ago. Yeah, I'm an old piece of shit now. Um, It's aged better than me, so that's good. Um, Yeah, I liked it. I I don't hate it. That's not saying much. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, But, yeah. It's... It it definitely has earned its spot in, like, people's minds as, like, the Batman movie. 7.5 out of 10 IMDb, 73% of Rotten Tomatoes. When I hear Batman, Keaton is the guy that comes to mind. This movie is the one that comes to mind. Um, Grew up with this the first time that you see Nicholson as Joker, his reveal, call me the Joker, rips off the hat and kills uh, Grissom. You love it. And the Batmobile. Which kid didn't want to ride in the Batmobile? You remember the shopping... The, some of the grocery stores had the one you put 25 cents in and you get to ride the Batmobile, like those little things for kids. Man, this movie, still a classic, still holds up to today. Absolutely love it. He's my Batman. All the way. Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger, she did an awesome job. Absolute bad. Knox with the little jokes. You're going to need a long lens. You love to see it. Nicholson killed it. Killed the role as the Joker, in my opinion. Do I dare say... I don't. Do we even compare him to Heath Ledger? Don't I don't say know. It. Don't I do know. It, John. I know. But Jack Nicholson. I hear Joker. It's, it'll always be Jack Nicholson. Always for me. Oh, and of course, <laughs> excuse me. Vintage. The Elfman did it. What's the guy's name? That Danny, Danny Elfman. Oh my God! The score is fantastic. No Fan- there. Fantastic. Hmm. Absolutely classic. I can watch this over and over again. This movie. Hey, What's Gigi. Up, Pablo says, I tried watching Batman Forever tuned out with Tommy Lee Jones over the top opening. Marco, what do we uh, what do we think about this movie? Yeah, so there's so much good stuff in here. Everything from, you know, the concept to the costume design to the design of Gotham to the score, like John was saying. Um, even just the storyline and how, like, they've tied in the Joker to being responsible for Bruce Wayne's parents' murder. Like, I like so much about this film, but... I just felt the age the entire time. Now I did watch the, like the 4K remaster, and obviously they've redone a lot of the stuff to, you know, bring it up. Uh, but I think just the pacing, and a lot of the dialogue and the jokes just fell flat for me. Like in not like not a timeless oh, way. I will say that I don't have as much love for this particular film because I think my parents only owned Batman Returns, so I've seen Batman Returns a billion times. Love that film. 
that's one that I'm interested in going back to because it's been a few years. But this one I just don't have as much love for. Like, I feel like I had seen it, you know, at my cousins who had it, like, kind of sporadically. But not it, it wasn't until I was older that I watched the movie, you know, the entire way through. So just the nostalgia is not, as the, not there as much for this particular film. But the Nicholson Joker... Keaton Batman, absolute classics, the Batmobile, like there's there's so much good stuff. I, I don't want to disparage this film, but I definitely felt its age when I was watching it. And it's, you know, not my Batman film, but I do like the the two movie combination. So overall, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. But, you know, I, I felt some things that weren't quite uh, living up to uh, to my memory of it. Yeah, I hate to hear it, Marco, because you know what? You are my number one. Oh, you love it, guy. <laughs> you love to see it. Um, I, I, it's crazy to me that there is now a whole generation of people who have never seen this film. That Can it's, you imagine that, that? It's that old that they've just never seen it, which is insane. I do think it is absolutely worthy of a watch if you're new to to this film itself. If you're an old guy like like me and I guess like us um, this this is super nostalgic all of the good things that you guys have already said I, I echo so some of my funnier takeaways when I watched this slightly more critically this time was there was a few so I was thinking about Vicky Vale because um, I mean she's, she's lovely and uh you know, I didn't. I never really pieced it together that that Batman closes her on the first date. I was like, hmm, interesting. Okay. And then after later in the movie, um, she thinks that Bruce invites her to this art gallery for a date. She shows up, and this maniacal clown terrorist basically is there, freaking her out and trying to have dinner with her and all these things. Dancing see her to Prince. Dancing to Prince and going crazy. And the person that saves her is dressed in a big rubber bat costume. And then when he gets her out to the Batmobile and they're driving away, she's like clearly terrified. She looks at him and goes like, where are you taking me? And he says absolutely nothing. He just like stares forward, driving down this Tim Burton roadway of like scary looking trees. I was thinking the whole time, like, man, she must be so terrified and like, She's like, what am I going to tell Bruce later when he shows up to the museum, uh, the art museum, and, and I wasn't there. Anyways, that, that's a side note. I thought it was cool to see alternate universe scenes, and I never thought of it as an alternate universe scene, but the scene where Joker's got the long gun and he's pointing it at the Batwing that's incoming, I thought of the Joker scene uh, with yeah. the Dark Knight and the truck. Uh, at, I like, want you to do it. Uh, I never really put them together, but I was like, it, it felt like an alternate universe scene uh, from two different Batman films. So I thought that was really cool. I forgot how snub-nosed the Batwing actually is. I know a lot of collectors right now are, are going to get their, their Batwing here pretty soon. I forgot like how like tiny of a vehicle it actually looks like when, when Batman's flying at, at certain angles. Um, but I thought it was a, a fantastic movie. I was so happy to revisit it. Uh, and I always liked the fact that for this particular Joker with Jack Nicholson, that the makeup was actually the skin-colored makeup, not the exactly. white. The white is his skin. That is, He is now the Joker. Jack cool. is dead, yeah. uh, which I thought is cool. So. Ben, you know what? I picked up on that, too, during this rewatch. Because one of the things I was really critical of the Batman was like, oh, a lot of that was done in The Dark Knight. But rewatching this, I'm like, no, you know what? A lot of that stuff was already done in this film in 1989. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, The Dark Knight kind of paid homage to that. So, um, yeah, it's all kind of been done before and remixed at this point. I thought Christian Bale's um, 
Bruce Wayne is a lo- like he does the Playboy um, l- like act way better. Keaton's I feel like goofy. Ke- well, Keaton's a little goofy, but he's also got like some really weird like you know um, armor sets in his in his hall, and like he throws big parties. He seems like he's the only person in town who would have the money. Or the desire to become somebody like Batman. I'm I'm almost surprised somebody like Knox doesn't piece it together a little bit a little bit sooner. But again, critical eye watching it again because it was still super fun. I loved it. Wow, um, I think it's Ben. I think it's your your pick from Wii of the Week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Batman it Returns. Is, it is. So I was going to say either Jesus. Batman Returns, honestly, because I it's been it's been at least ten years since I've seen that film now. Uh, or The Woman King on Crave or HBO. Because uh, I've also I heard will that be 100% honest, awesome. and I would rather watch uh, <laughs> Batman. Yeah. yeah? Okay. I Fair saw the trailer back. for The Woman King. and Or Paint Dry. I haven't seen any trailer. I just heard some people say it was really good. So I heard Last that too. Last time actually. that you said that. Actually, um, Viola Davis does look really good in that. But Yeah. I'm down for Batman Returns, though. So What does the chat want? Batman yeah, Returns know, or or the woman uh, we'll we'll chat we'll check in with that in a second. Dean, the angels in the chat. Tell us uh, tell us yeah. what we got here. The sweet angels, the three pillars, as John so beautifully coins. Give a quick shout out to Ian C B, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Geary, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valen, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator. Hey, Kevin. Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns Figs, Sweet Sweet, Bad Fish, Billy Badfish, uh, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukothri, Wah, Derek B., Aries Portillo, Mark Randolph, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D-Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Don Maton, Jimmy James, Stephen Purchase, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Mazanaras, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Sweet, sweet angels. Thank you guys for uh, supporting us on Patreon. It does mean a lot. It keeps the doors open and keeps allowing us to to do fun things and do giveaways and uh you know we're sending ian and pete to uh, star wars celebration thanks to patreon uh with a bunch of swag so couldn't do without you guys uh our march patreon benefits the papa ox collecting weekly sticker uh that'll be uh shipping with the april item uh so stay tuned for that uh if you want to join us on patreon we have the hot seat at five dollars a month which is the all digital tier we have the 750 Sweet Angels tier, which is the stickers sent straight to your door and access docs after dark replay. The $15 certified crispy certificate, uh, which is figure fix assistance and the what a guy uh, $25 doubles of all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tier. Um, one thing uh, for the people of Patreon, all the stickers that we sell or that we do for Patreon, um, we've always had people ask like, oh, hey, I missed the sticker, miss the sticker. Uh, so you can actually, if you go to our uh, Patreon login, there's a link that you can click, and you can buy quantities of whatever. 
I think like maybe like 60, 70% of stickers that we've ever made, uh, you just buy them on your own. And that way we don't have to carry an inventory uh, for like one person that wants a sticker. It'd be a little bit more expensive on your end, but that way you can get the stickers that you want. And uh, we don't get any money from that, but just uh, just a way to give you guys what you want. Um, the YouTube channel membership, we have Mojo Z78, uh, Absolute Irwin, uh, LV of Ender 702, OMFG Rick, SBeam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big O'Fern, Cram, OG Fan, Mark Pearson, uh, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Money Mendez, B Chan, Fat Batman, Justin Sports Cards Museum, and Philip the Pool. What? Alvin J's name is missing. Alvin, my apologies. I will get that fixed right now. I hate to see it. Love you, Shout Alvin. out to Alvin J. What a sweet Shout angel. Out to Alvin J. An angel from the heavens. Alvin, I'm a fool. My apologies. Alvin's wow. one of our longest running Patreons. I am I apologize. Sometimes when we when we delete a name off the list, like if they unsubscribe, we have to like reformat the list so it looks right and then every once in a while I may accidentally He's he's actually a really nice guy. I was chatting with him a couple days ago. We did a deal. Really nice guy, Alvin. A gem. Really? What did what did you get from Alvin? A gem in the community. No other way around. I'll leave it to him if he wants to share. Ah, there we go. Uh, uh YouTube membership starts at ninety nine cents if you're a Patreon or two uh, two ninety nine if you are not. You get loyalty badges, emojis, etc. And uh, here's a look at the network. We have After Dark tomorrow at ten thirty. Uh, this Thursday, I'll be honest, I'm a bit confused because Small Talk and Ofank have been kind of on weird schedules, so I have no idea who's recording Thursday. I'll find out, I guess, Thursday. Um, Friday, we have Club, as per usual. Uh, we just finished our Live and Let Dice uh, Season 1 finale. Uh, I know that not everyone is uh, into that, but I would appreciate it if you give it a listen. Uh, it was a, uh, a really fun um, really fun experience. We've been playing that campaign for a little over a year, and it was nice to wrap that up with a a little bit of a bow on it. I think we're doing an epilogue episode soon-ish. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and uh, yeah, T Public, buy some shirts. We don't really get a ton of money on that. I think Dean was surprised how little money we get from those shirt sales. He had asked me the other day. And uh, John, can you read these socials for me, please? Definitely. Uh, we have on Facebook, Collecting Weekly, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. On Instagram, at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at The Everyday Collector. Guys, be sure to Tune into those social media pages. Absolutely. Alvin, I'm updating your stuff literally as we speak. I will get that uh, get that all sorted out for you. Uh, but yeah, do you guys have any uh, shout-outs you want to give? Ben, do we have uh, any information on your 1,000 subscriber stream that the world has been been uh, waiting for? He said he yeah. didn't want to do it with us anymore. He wants to do it alone. That is how, ben, how much did it cost true, to dude. buy the subscribers? How much was it again? It, no, I'm, it joking. Was, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? I don't have that kind of coin. I um, can't imagine. Huge congrats. I, uh, there are people that do it. But. Yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking I want to do it uh, Sunday Sunday afternoons. So uh, I know Lael has his... Uh, his corner show on in the morning. I know Will Fox Vacation does his show later in the afternoon, so I'm trying to fill that slot for folks on the in-between there, I think. So this coming Sunday uh, is likely to have a live stream. I haven't set it up quite yet. I will put uh, a post up in my, in my channel and let everybody know. Anybody who wants to join, let me know. I would love to have you guys there. You guys have helped have to give me a voice in the community, and all the weird things that I say are, are now posted forever online. So... 
Uh, that's good. I, you know, who, nobody better to have my first live stream on the Ben Thomas show than, than you lovely bastards. So love you guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, chat if you can tune in on Sunday, uh, if uh, we can make that happen and we'll go from there. See how it goes. It'll be fun. Well, anyone else have a shout out they want to give? I'm trying Manny, to Manny. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, happy birthday, Manny. Manny happy is actually birthday, born Manny. on leap year. And so he celebrates his birthday. I guess he can pick and choose. Wow, so he's ten. Yeah, how, yeah, he's like ten years old or something. Um, well, no, 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 I mean like pick and choose whether he celebrates on the first or the uh, well, yeah, yeah, twenty, twenty, whatever. I want to show you guys something. Um, no, sorry, John, go ahead. If you just on the quick, because I even forgot. Friday is our giveaway on Club, so be sure oh, yeah, if, if you go. haven't registered yet. Uh, we got be a bunch sure of entries to... on Friday. Do we? Okay, good. Yeah, uh, I'll get the I'll get the actual link that I can post in the chat. Uh, you guys know what to do. It has all the directions there. But we'll be uh, we'll be doing the giveaway on Friday. So thanks to Dilber, great guy over at Momenic. Uh Yeah, some great options for the statue world. So what a guy. So let me uh, let me pull this up here. I'm trying to. Okay, so I feel like now we can talk about it just a little bit. Dean. Now that we have the first little nugget of content from this. Okay, so we we always say we're doing things and then we forget or we just don't. And I, I really don't want this to be one of those things because I've already spent a lot of money on it. But we are working on a browser game, like a mobile game, for Dungeons and Dragons for our D and D campaign and our characters. And so we got the first little nugget of the sprites that we're working on for our game. So this is my character from D and D Oz Otherwise, and these are the sprites that form. Like the just standing there animation, the running animation, the attack animation, the fireball and the lightning bolt animations, and then the uh, the damaged and dying animation, and then the jumping um, image. And so when you like put those together, this is like what that looks like. And I honestly could not be more impressed with the work that this guy has done for us. And so Whoa. this will be like a Unity game, and we'll have Dean's character. Uh, Dini's character, Max's character, um, uh, Mark's character, Caliban. We'll have like a bunch of different characters that you could play as. They'll all play differently, sort of like Super Mario 2, the US version. All we'll have different abilities. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be really awesome. I, I cannot Any cheat wait. codes? I'm thinking about it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know like how much of the stuff is possible that we want to okay. do with the uh, the system that we're using to make the game. But I, uh, I'm really excited. Um, it's all I've been able to think about for like the past month almost. And uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see how it goes. We found a developer to make the game. We're, we found the artist to make the sprites. We're looking for artists to make the artwork for like the title screen. Still thinking of a name. There's a lot to work to work to do. But I'm hoping you know at least by fall, I'm hoping to have something playable for you guys. So maybe we'll do a. Uh, uh, streaming of us playing the game and having fun with it. So, oh, yeah. shout out to uh, to Ted on Fiverr for helping me out with that. That's cool. But uh, but yeah, anyone else have any shouts they want to give before we uh, cut this one off? It's too many shouts. Here we go. So, uh, whoever starred these, thank you. So returns the woman king. Woman king returns. Returns. It returns one three to two. I think. Yeah, three to two. So we'll do. Ben, if that's all right with you, we'll do returns. Works for me. And uh, I, I will. I have, chips. I have an idea for the next one. I'm so excited. But uh, oh anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. We had a, a booming chat tonight. 
it was really fun to be here with you guys tonight, uh, both on the panel and um, in the chat. Appreciate you guys that tune in live, and for those that are watching the replay, check out Rainer's Rarities this Saturday in San Antonio Traders Village. Uh, and yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.